1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more new features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, Bodine Thompson surprised at Scandal after every time he's offloaded to his mates on field, nothing's come of it.
2: In case you needed another reason to hate the guy who played for the Storm, Broncos, Queensland, and the Wallabies. Welcome back to Twitter, Izzy Falau.
1: I reveal my plan to send the Sharks to Perth so we don't have to listen to their
2: incessant refs faulting Plus, we look back at all of the wonderful action from the first week of the finals of the 2017 NRL season. All that and more, it's Wigan Rorts.
1: Welcome to episode two seventy two of this week in league.
2: I'm Nate, and I'm Jay. How you doing, my man? I am grinning because you know the sort of people that are grinners.
1: Fucking Western Sydney
2: dirtbags. I also have enjoyed many delicious chicken dinners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But but given the nature of your Western Sydney-ness only the brown meat <laughs> you're only buying those packs of fucking dollar forty nine kilo of wings and not Bryce <laughs> oh that dude yeah I mean like fuck I mean I was like I like chicken I like KFC too so you could uh, ergo you could draw a line and to me and say well that guy has been responsible for a lot of fucking deaths of chickens <laughs> I know what you're saying, Bryce. He's killed some brown meat in his time too. Now.
3: <laughs> Welcome to your listeners. Welcome to-
1: <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm, th- I'm so glad we're doing this on Wednesday night.
3: Because
1: <laughs> it's actually... I can actually measure the fact when I actually got over it. And uh, it wasn't Tuesday. <laughs> However, Wednesday, I feel great. Um <laughs> Let's go straight to the mailbag without any further ado, Um, because, you know, let's not have a three-hour show when there's only four games. That would require a fuckload of crapping on, to stretch it out like that. You could do it. That would be like, that would require stretching out the, I mean, Hope Solo would look at that and go, God damn, that's some stretched out shit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome again, you listeners. Google it.
2: So. See, we should have said, like, you know, it would be so stretched out, Hope Solo would say, hey, who left the mirror on the floor? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it'd be like one of those fucking Ripley's Believe It or Not world mirrors that fucking make shit look small. <laughs> more fucked up than it is. Uh, Shunda eighty six. He sent us. He sent. He was the first one to send us this. Cambo Cambo also did as well. The NRL tweeted this out. Fucking hell! Rally towels. Oh, I didn't watch the video attached to it, but the one in the thumbnail preview is is Parramatta Eels. Yes. Are they are they busting out rally towels for everybody? Or is it just the eels? I don't know. Oh. but it's, Those who do not learn from mistakes well, of history are doomed to repeat them. Pretty much. Do they not understand what happened in the Broncos when the Broncos tried that shit out? Like, One of the greatest nights of my life, personally. It's pretty much... Well, I was telling all the Broncos to fuck off the Waterford.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck, that's... Uh, were the Sharks giving away beach towels or something? Or were they? Wasn't it, um, long-time listener, sexiest voice, winner, Aussie Blackwell, put a photo
1: I don't fucking know. I saw I saw a picture of him with the, the, the other degenerate, degenerates, but I know nothing about that maybe, towel.
2: Maybe it was a, oh no, it wasn't a beach towel then. Maybe it was a, a hand towel and it was just that Kay was holding it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, beach towel for some. Um, rally towels for
2: Fuck. God's sake,
1: stop trying to make American happen. Really. It does work for them over there, for some clubs, for some franchises especially. But, I just stop. you know, don't make, try and, stop trying to make it a thing. Uh, at Claire Emily Bear.
3: Can I just put
1: yes.
2: it though? You know, it, your concept's good, but it it's in the wrong order. You know, um, American sports. Mm-hmm. Give away so much shit, a because there's so fucking many people over there that like, yep. that go to games. Um, they don't
1: have problems selling out their <laughs> their no. games. Not just the finals.
2: Get people to your fucking games first. Yep, and and then start giving away fucking everything you want. Yep, um, but rally tales are stupid and cursed, and Parramatta will now out of
1: the finals. They will now bear they will now suffer the consequences. Claire Emily Bear, love the show, just the thought. Would love to mute the TV and have you guys doing the commentary instead. Go the Broncos. Look, I've we we have had this thought a lot. The problem is technically speaking is a latency issue when you're watching TV. I mean the speed in which the television waves move compared to then if you were on the internet and, you know, we would be doing it live through the internet presumably and so we'd be behind the action by probably five seconds or ten seconds or enough to, to be, you know, kind of annoying unless you're doing the Foxtel IQ yeah, thing where you it goes, pause it and stop it.
2: Yeah, enough that it goes from the... Look, I suppose if we did that it'd have to be... Look, have you, have you listened to when Kevin Smith does his movie reviews? Yes. And it'd have to be tee up... Yeah, press teared play. up. Press play.
1: Here we yeah. go. And it's like yeah, like a commentary track thing. Or if you, you know, if you had Foxtel, and you were doing, you know, you could do the IQ thing where you, yeah, that's what you I'm know, saying. Yeah, they'd, where,
2: they'd pause it. Yeah, yeah,
1: pause it, and then they and actually, so they're watching it ten seconds behind live or something like that. That would that would probably work.
2: No, um, oh, fuck dude, That
1: given the fact that we now have the MVN here at the studio, that would that would potentially speed things up a little bit. But there's always definitely going to be even even if you try try muting the TV and put the radio on. There's even a, there's a latency issue there where radio's slower than. Um, so, look, it'd be something to be interested in doing.
2: That happened to me on the weekend, though. What's that? Because I watched Foxtel through PS. Yep. Um, and it was about four or five seconds behind live. Yeah. My brother in law kept texting me these all caps, one word. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's what happens to me when I'm watching on the app, and like if I'm doing work at the same time, I'll have the fucking the app set up here on the on the iPhone on my rudimentary bulldog clip stand that you can see there, and uh, I'll have the app set up there, and I'll be doing work or whatever. And if I've got the Twitter app open, yeah. particularly particularly like in that Warriors game when it was, when when they were down, oh, yeah. and then if I glance up and see Twitter, you see people going crazy. Because it's 30 seconds behind whatever's happening or, you know, 20 yeah. seconds behind. And sometimes if even as the game goes on, it gets more behind. So you have to actually, at half time, I'll make sure I flick the app and then, then put and open it again because otherwise you find that you, you know, you can end up a minute behind by the end, um, which is kind of good in that Warriors game. It was kind of good knowing that, you know, shit was going to be all right before I actually saw it. <laughs> but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, look, so so it's, it's something, I mean, you're not the first one to ask and it would be amazing. And I'm sure that we would get just drunk and make absolute disgrace of it. I mean you wouldn't be getting play by play, you'd just be getting shit talk.
2: It it does it does move into actual like professional technology territory. And um
1: Oh not really. We could do it just the same as doing the twilies, same thing.
2: No, but I'm just saying, you know, there's uh you know, someone works in radio.
1: Yeah.
2: Hit us up. Just yeah. Some non triple M.
1: So they could house us in a you know,
2: yeah a
1: facility can, in which we could broadcast to our people.
2: Put us in a booth.
1: Yeah, like not something that's just going out to like everybody because that would open us up legally because <laughs> some of the questionable things we'd probably say in the <laughs> heat the moment. <laughs> uh, live is just so dangerous. Mm. Uh, but uh, thank you for the suggestion. And if there was some sort of way we could figure it, then yeah, I'd be down.
2: Yeah, what we'll do. We'll just do like on that rugby league live game and we'll yep. just do like a generic, he's in the clear, is <laughs> it? And you can just...
1: Like, give you an app and you can tap it. <laughs> no, a soundboard,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, at Blue Mountains, yeah. Thanks for thanks for doing the podcast, boys. You're a warm fire against the bleak winter of mainstream NRL media. Thank you, sir. Oh, fantastic. Good to hear from you again, uh, D Matea. When are we ever going to hear this story from my saguna eighty five? Been fucking dropping teasers for two years now. Look, I, I, I. I fear that the that, that story will never see light of day. Is
2: Saguna okay?
1: Look, yeah, it's more perspective, isn't it?
2: <laughs> is he alive? He's alive. Okay.
1: I'm friends with him on Facebook. He is alive, I can confirm. He shares inspirational stories from the internet many times heartwarming like like a fucking soldier coming home from the Middle East and like his dog sees him and gets all excited and shit and, and he's crying and stuff like that that sort of thing or like a soldier comes home from the Middle East and like he's like three year old daughter or something you know he's, he's hiding in a box and she unwraps the box and it's like a present for her birthday and it's a, the dad in there and she's all crying and stuff or like
2: fuck I thought that was gonna go real
1: dark. any other permutation of like a soldier coming up from the, you know what I'm saying like there's American marine shit you know like that sort yeah, of thing no I know but That's, you're saying
2: that you know, a guy comes home from Iraq in a box and his three-door yeah.
1: opens it. He <laughs> it up. and He's yeah. like, oh my God. What's an IED? No,
2: well, fucking Saguna better get to the meetup. Yes. And we'll... Mate, that's the exclusive meetup only story. <laughs> yeah.
1: Look, like, I, I want to hear it again too because it was great. And when he tells it, it's even, it's even better because um, he's not, he doesn't, it, the words don't match up with the, with the guy involved. <laughs> Twill tourist, fucking tremendous output this week. Alpha Ben RL sent us one uh, from the seat of of an aircraft. uh, A temporary twill tourist in Dusseldorf, Germany today. Bit late to finish off last week's pod homeward bound, full of schnitzel. Is that a euphemism? We'll never know. Beerboy one eight two already grumpy from the sharks twenty seventeen exit and now I get a manly fan sitting in front of me on the plane in Magaluf, Mallorca. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. How how big a manly fan though? I mean that backpack is a Kaspersky one, so that's we're talking twenty fifteen at the latest. <laughs> so they could be a lapsed manly fan. How do you say that? I don't fucking know.
2: I thought it was Kasper Sky. <laughs> really? It's got no, a Sky in it.
1: Well, yeah, I suppose, but I mean, it's a language other than English, so you can't just apply your, your, your rigid white Anglo-Saxon values to the to the the word.
2: Serve me okay in the rest of my life. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Park> Australia.
1: <laughs> Special K online, and uh, as you mentioned, the, the tour tourist uh, at the footy with my two favourite cuckolds, and that would be... Uh, at uh, Ben Dunn forty three is it and uh, and and Aussie Blackwell, mm. the the man. I mean, you get random random Souths fan at games, but he's mate, fucking, there's nothing him. nothing random nothing random about Aussie Blackwell. Especially, I mean, on TV, every single Dragons game without fail, and, uh, and
2: just fucking mental link with the cunt on a Segway. Oh
1: mate, he's he's putting some Jedi mind tricks on him, saying yeah. you will you will turn the you will pan the camera around to me. Yeah. He's like, I will pay yeah, yeah, exactly. Mr. Underscore Wars. A shout out to Mr. Wars for, uh, for, very, for very graciously providing his uh, primo fucking members seats at Suncorp Stadium mm. for the two of us, so okay. that we may watch the game on Friday night in, admittedly, surrounded by cunts.
2: Yes. But
1: entrenched in the Broncos member section However, pr- fucking primo seats
2: I, I gotta tell you um, those people around there are very protective of Mr. Wars' seats yeah he was kind enough to give them to another mate of ours yeah Dragons fan yeah where the Dragons were up yeah um, and they lobbed up in, who's that Zeb that, that Zeb, that's Zeb. yep um, also mates with Toto but yep. um they lobbed up in their Dragons gear and they're sitting down get yeah, fuck out of these seats well no you said like there was about 14 times people just checked are you really supposed to be sitting here are you sure you're in the right <laughs> <seat>? <laughs> you know
1: that guy who hasn't been here in like years he, we, he, he, he's letting us sit in the seats tonight it's our turn man
2: now this is how I know we're old so this guy yeah. in our younger days yeah I don't know if I've told this story before but got into a fight with someone at a pub
1: okay I don't see him as being to fight and sort really
2: he's not but he, he can yeah it was when New South Wales used to win yeah oh.
1: okay so that got him pretty fucking twisted
2: And he thought that the guy was, you know, making fun of him and this, 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 this. Um, and the guy was speaking funny and slurring his words. And so... This guy wasn't fucking... It's uh, kicked off. This guy
1: wasn't a spastic, was he? No. (laughs) Because that's a very dark ending. However,
2: (laughs) um, a a girl's come running up. Yeah. They're going, stop hitting him, stop hitting him, he's deaf, he's deaf, he's (sighs) deaf. (laughs) And Zeb's reply... Sam. Zeb's re- no, Zeb. Oh, this is Zeb. <laughs> Fuck. Zeb- Zeb's reply was, we well, can still see him coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, um was so- tempered in his old age, and he politely told those people that, yes, in fact, he was a good friend of Mr. Wars and yep. was supposed to be there.
1: And do the people around know him as Mr. Wars? No. But I'm respecting his... Wars cognito. Yeah, <laughs> and he sent us anyway. Back to the story, he sent us a photograph of a random Souths fan <laughs> on Sentosa Beach, the arse end of Singapore. Go home, cunt. <laughs> Cattle dog blue, listening to you dribble over Manly in Manila this week. That motherfucker's been overseas for months. He's selling drugs. Standard yeah. Newcastle. Cattle dog blues incognito busted. Chris Houston. <laughs> Uh, our mate Sean Divany, short stack, he's uh, tweeted with his verified fucking blue tick lardy da. Oh. You guys can fuck right off with your blue tick hate. <laughs> Love your work. Expecting an interesting app next week when the eels smash the storm. Well, that didn't quite end out the way you thought, but you know, they tried very hard and did very well. Yes. So you should be proud of them. Mm. Um,. Uh, thank you sir And uh, I'm not saying anything bad Because you know As I said on Twitter to you The, the fucking blue tick Illuminati you Probably get us fucking blocked Off Twitter Kicked off Reported and kicked off Twitter mm. If we say anything
2: uh, You f- know what I want to know So <clears throat> Are there factions within Those with a blue tick mm. Or is it just You know Can a blue tick call Another blue tick a cunt Without getting um, yeah. Banned for 12 hours Or whatever Does that hours? just turn into A fucking tick measuring contest
1: I suppose like that was some sort of like yeah, some tick exception thing where yeah. it's just like it's- <laughs> Twitter just goes down. That's when the fail whale comes out. <laughs> <laughs> a fridge too far. Someone needs to give this week in league a bad review. It's been too long since the deep dive into a negative reviewer's private life. Okay, it's get too too old, too 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 much fucking uh, too little free time for that sort of shit. Some
2: deep cuts. <laughs> yeah,
1: some deep cuts. <laughs> but we did get a bad review this week. Well, not a bad review. It was like a just like like less fucking effusive review (laughs) (laughs) with some constructive criticism Um, one eyed tiger underscore Jay was even saguna in the spelling of subway the poor guy sounded cooked and in need of a snickers (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you I was uh, driving down uh, the street I think it was down um, the main uh, seaside down at Redcliffe there where there's a subway and uh, I saw someone, an employee, walking down the street with their subway shirt on, but with, like, another incognito jacket over the top of it, and then i see, like, just a little bit of the text see? poking out between, and it did fucking catch my eye. I can't lie, it did catch my eye a little
2: bit. I would fucking love if that was a thing now, if you see someone in a subway shirt. Go, <laughs> <laughs> No, just get, take photos with them or of them, yeah. and start hashtagging it till nation. <laughs>
1: That's going to totally happen now too. <laughs> Fantastic.
2: Uh- <laughs> Please respect people's privacy if they don't want to have their photo taken. I ah, just do it, and no,
1: we will not provide a fucking downloadable waiver <laughs> waiver form for you to utilize in this situation. Uh, this week in Ben primary, once again, thank you to the boys from at Super League Pod again. Uh, for their report and thanks for their support through the entire year Uh, as I've said it a thousand times if you're not following at Super League Pod on Twitter well I can't I can't really force you to I mean that would be that wouldn't be the thing to do but follow them listen to their podcast uh, and give them a fucking review and not a negative one either in your iTunes store thank you take it away boys
4: Lads, Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod, ready to bring you your weekly update on all things Northern Hemisphere this week in Pomeroy. And we begin on Thursday night
0: in Wakefield where Trinity faced off against Justin Holbrook's St. Helens side with both sides still chasing the elusive top four finish. It was the visiting red V that came out on top thanks to a late score from Johnny Lomax. It finished 18-14 to the Saints with the highlights being a superb try for Wakefield's Bill Tupu and Saints' Alex Walmsley leaving the field early
4: to be present at the birth of his daughter. And then on Friday night, league leaders and champions, Asterix Castleford Tigers, asserted their dominance over the rest of the league with a 38 points to 24 win over second placed Leeds Rhinos. Cass were 30 points to 6 up at half time before Leeds made more of a fist of things in the second half and this was Cass's 8th straight victory over the Rhinos and it came thanks to tries from ex-Brisbane Bronco Greg Eden a brace from Benny Roberts and some serious kicking off the boot of Luke Gale for Leeds Matt Parcell continues to be exceptional but the Rhinos need to figure out their Cass hoodoo if they're going to stand a chance of lifting any silverware this year
0: Meanwhile, over in Hull, your world champion Wigan Warriors came to town and served up a spiteful affair which saw both sets of players going at each other hard in the opening passages and with referee Robert Hicks struggling to control the two fired-up teams. Eventually, a contentious red card saw Hull's Liam Watts leave the field and had a big advantage to Wigan. Up by two at half-time, the Warriors were able to press home their advantage to build the lead that would prove insurmountable despite a late flurry of tries from Hull in the second half. Man of the people Anthony Gelling was in tremendous form with two tries as Wigan's Italian stallion Oliver Gildar also impressed. Ultimately, the lack of numbers told for Hull, who now slip behind
4: Wigan in the overall league standings. And in the final game of the weekend, saw Salford Red Devils arrest their slide down the league with a nine-try display against the Huddersfield Giants. It finished 52 points to 14 to the men from Salford, who will count tries from Ben Burdock-Masilla and a brace from the beast Manu Vatuvai amongst the highlights for this one. For Huddersfield, the season is now well and truly over and playing must begin for Rick Stone ahead of the 2018 season
0: into the qualifiers and Hull KR secured their return to Super League for 2018 after beating Widnes Vikings 12-6 in East Hull. Warrington ensured they would be joining the Robins after taking their time to dispatch Lee Centurion's 32-20 at the Halliwell Jones. London kept their slender promotion hopes alive with a 36-14 victory over winless part-timers Halifax and Catalan Dragons mustered a 26-12 win over Featherstone Rovers
4: down in the south of France. So all that means that in the Super 8s, Cass and Leeds remain in the top two on 48 and 36 points respectively but Wigan move up into third on points difference from Hull FC in fourth with both teams on 31 uh, with two rounds left to play behind them are Wakefield in fifth on 30 Saints sit in sixth on 29 points Salford have 28 and Hudsfield are bringing up the rear on 25 points and in the qualifiers, Hull KR's promotion means there will be a Super League
0: team relegated in 2017. Warrington and Hull KR top the qualifiers on 10 points each, with Widnes in third on 6 points, but only ahead of Catalan's and Lee Centurions on points difference, with those two sides currently occupying the million-pound game places. London are in sixth on three points and need to be perfect if they're going to keep their promotion hopes alive. Whilst part-timers Bev and Halifax make up the bottom two. Okay, on Facebook this week, I have to give a shout out. Well, it's, it's like a, it's a cross between a shout out. Like I want to
1: acknowledge that I received the the message that he sent. Craig, who is the owner of the Ram and Robo's team, yes, may recall his friend Robo, a loose unit. Um, look, he's fucking fucked in the head, right? <laughs> this Robbo. Let me tell you about this Robo.
2: Hey, do, do we preface this for new listeners with where they work, where they're located? They're over, they're over west in in like in a mine, right? They're fucking blue sky mining, pulling shit out of the ground.
1: Yep, and and uh, that, that shit, you know, when you know, when you're underground like that, it clearly messes with your brain. Mm. And Robo is, is like the fucking patient zero of the shit, right? <laughs> like, he said He said. <laughs> Uh, months ago he sent me like so many Snapchat fucking videos that he you know, took out and embedded in Facebook in the DM of Robo just with filters on just being a fucking loose unit right so anyway this week he sends us one and says "Look, like, you know look a long time or whatever and um, I don't know where Goldman Lookout is so, if you know anything about Western Australia or national parks and things, this is where they were. And, you know, when you go to, like, to uh, like a lookout or, like, bushwalking trail or whatever, there's, like, such and such lookout, two kilometres that way, fucking something, blah, blah, three kilometres that way. robo has got some sort of Snapchat filter on his face, like, you know, like, his head's, like, misshapen like an alien. And he's basically... I couldn't quite make out what he was saying, because it was, like, one of those filters where it puts, like, a, you know, fuck your voice up as well, like a bee or something, yeah. And he's, like... Th- there's two signs... There's this something this way and something that way. In between the two signs, you know, they put like a paling or whatever to separate them and there's right. like an inch between them. So he's basically, he's fucking the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's got the franken beans in between the two fucking things. Fucking the thing. And so, like, I, I wanted to say thank you know, like, I, I can't say thanks for saying, sent- I, I acknowledge that you sent it and, um Dude, these Jesus, and if you're ever around Goldman Lookout, don't ever touch that sign. Never, don't do that. I don't know where it is, but I don't want to go there. So maybe someone tell us where it is, so I don't ever go there.
2: <laughs> oh man, Robo, you cooked, mate. Oh God, <laughs> do they not have sponges
1: and rubber gloves? I'm trying to box. understand what he's saying, right? And then i and then I notice he's, you know, doing the, he's doing the hip motion while he's saying it. And then then so my eye drew, then I'm like, oh is that... Because there's a filter on it, so you can't see particularly what it is. But it's clearly skin coloured down <laughs> and I was like, Oh you fuck <laughs> So <laughs> Yeah, wow. This is this is not like this is uh this is not what we're about.
2: Don't send us don't send, don't send, don't send us news. Don't send us Snapchat news. You know what? That like they're at the forefront of fucking World hotening. This
1: is. I I tell you, that's some Gronk of the Year fucking play right there, though. I mean, there's people that have said some ridiculous shit on the tweet machine to us, but yeah, Yeah, fucking a wilderness sign, (laughs) yeah, yeah, fucking directions at a national park, (laughs) and then sending just doing that alone, you know? Okay, whatever. But then (laughs) Uh, memberships. There's like two left, I think on the site, go get them. And I think there's probably about the same for the Undefeated shirts uh, that are left. Um, Now, Grand Final Day meet-up. If you intend to come to the meet-up on Grand Final Day, this is not compulsory, but it'd be very, very helpful if you would um, assist us in finalising the venue. Now, to do that... We basically need to know... It's not like there's going to be a list on the door or anything like that, you know, of, of names on the day. But we just need to make sure that numbers are under a yeah. certain amount to, you know, for the venue.
2: We've got two venues we're looking at. Yep. One of them holds a certain amount of people. The other one holds... Double. And and then and, some. And then some, yeah. And what we don't want to happen is to go the smaller one, to have a more intimate experience, and then to have heaps more people lob up. Yep. And that means... People have got to be fucking downstairs in a bar or away. And, yep. Yep. You know, pe- some people don't have a good time.
1: So if you're going to come through, and likewise, we don't want it to be, we don't want to have like a Titans fucking home game either, where there's like this big, big ass venue with like,
2: you know. Yeah, that's it. So if, fewer people, you know. So I was going to say it was be like, you know, the the Roosters fuck the Titans, and the baby was raised by Hope Solo, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Where is the link? Where can they find this stupendous... <sighs> go model? to thisweekinleague.com and go to the
1: show notes for this very episode that you're listening to. It'll be like the most recent post on the site, episode 272. And uh, you can go to 271 if you want because the link's on there as well. You'll see in the show notes that there's a, a link and it's just simple RSVP thing. You just put your name in to say, yeah, you're going. And it gives you the opportunity, I think, to add more people. If, like, if, you're, if you know you're going with a couple of people, you can add them in there yeah. as well. Um... And really, I mean, if you if you put your email in, we'll be able to send you more details about what we're going to do on the day and everything like that as they become available and when we book the venue. But, I mean, obviously, we're going to release them on the show as well. So, but um,
2: Just to put it out there, the day will cost you nothing more than you drink. Yep. So, it's not, you know, we're not charging you. Yeah, we're not charging you
1: anything to get in. It's not going to be ticketed
2: or anything like that. Um... Fantastic last year that there were a bunch of people who aren't on any sort of social media interacting Yes. yes. Um, that were fresh meets, yep, you know, yep. hadn't met them before. So. And there's going to be the same this year. there's loads of people
1: who've emailed, like people who bought membership for the first time this year who emailed, like, you know, fuck, we you know, you know from Brisbane or whatever, like, you know, we bought tickets already for the grand final, yeah, it's shit. all set, we're going down, we come to the meetup. blah, blah, blah. Good stuff. So, um,
2: yeah. So get in there.
1: Yeah, and it's just basically just to, to help us out because we want to finalise the venue, sort of like end of next week at the latest, right? At the very latest. At the very so so we basically just need to know as soon as we can so we you know don't make a horrible mistake with our
2: <laughs> with our choice. I guess. Although fuck it, if nobody does and we miss the venue, I'll just book Panthers.
1: <sighs> Ugh, no one's going all the fuck out the Panthers. It's a fucking world of entertainment. Yeah, apparently I, I I heard they lost like five. What was it? The club. They spent how much money to fucking fight AFL in the West and they lost $5 million or something?
2: Oh, we'll get to that in news. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Hmm. Do oh, you really want to talk about financial shit? Oh, um, day. Now, that's your fucking day job, man. This should be your fucking holiday. You stay away from that shit. <laughs> Panther
2: money, man. <laughs> also,
1: as we said earlier in the year, we're going to do a members only thing on the Saturday night before the grand final. Hmm. So, the night before the, the meet-up. So, if you remember, you'll get an email about that one. It's going to be low-key, you know, save yourselves for the fucking, for the main... You've got to save yourself for the grand final, right? Yeah, that's it. Um, it's just going to be low-key thing. But I was thinking, and this thought only struck me this, this afternoon when I was thinking about it. Panthers. No. Fuck. It will also be central. Also. But, I'm thinking that at that occasion, we may actually be polling the members... To uh, assist us in coming up with the finalists for categories in the Twillies, so the mem the members get dibs on. So but we can basically say, look, we're thinking about this. So th- these, these are the categories. Are the, for example, yeah. this is the fullback of the year, and you know we're thinking, you know, the, you know, this guy, that guy. You know, they're the ones. Is there anyone, you know? And you know, get an idea of you know if they want to pull someone out of left field, and everyone goes, yeah, let's do that guy. Then you know we're going to give a bit more feed, but bit more input this year to the members, to the members in terms of because it also yeah. fucking takes the load off a little bit for us because I mean, you get to that week before the Twillies and you yeah, know, the grand the grand final's gone, gone and the, yeah. the and you just like you know that kind of feels like the end of the season
2: and realistically, yeah, you know, I don't know what it was like with you and Glenn, but last year it was like you know you were like Tommy Turbo and I'm like Moylan.
3: <laughs> 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 Who else? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, yeah. It's when,
1: we, when in the glen era. I mean, people remember we used to have like a blatant joke, but mm. like there were three legit ones or four or five legit ones, and then there was one blatant, you know, like Scott Minto level joke. Yeah, and then in people. The, started but the thinking, thing was, that was usually the Tigers guy. <laughs> people always yeah something
2: not as good.
1: Yeah, that's true too. Well, I mean, you know, the RLPA can't be wrong, can they? Fucking that bunch of cunts! Finally a lot of fucking membership but finally uh, we're going to the Broncos Panthers game so come to Hotel LA for a drink beforehand uh, we'll probably be in the same place as last time when we had a meet up um, so if you remember ho- Hotel LA when you walk in the front door there's like a bar there's that first room with the bar in it and we'll be down the other end of the bar not the door end the other end that's probably a reasonable spot to say look for ch- look for Twill Gear and like yeah, you know, I'll probably get in there by about 6 I reckon I'll
2: so be, yeah I'll, I'll be coming straight from so you'll be there for work. like but I'll well, you're, you're straight from work though. I mean, yeah, I'll take the rest scarf or something.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be like that. Last, it's gonna be like that fucking last meetup where you turned up like
2: <laughs> like right at the end when when the game was sorted. <laughs> hey, is bitch.
1: Yep. Um, so yeah, come down and uh, you yeah. Know, there's, I know there's a lot of guys that we that haven't been to a meetup before that I've seen on Twitter. They've tweeted us talking about going to the game. So if I can come down beforehand, game doesn't start till eight o'clock. So you have got plenty of time. And you know you really, you want to sit in the stadium and. Paid $20 for some fucking Red Rooster. And of course not. No, fuck not. I have some fucking beers, bitches. Yeah. Um, biggest Tiger. I had a shout out to the Biggest Tiger. I mean, I shout him out every week because he, he really is just the, just the the biggest human. He, like, to maintain his incognito status, he's, he's got himself, like, with the, the ref's fault scarf on around his shoulders, standing between, turned turned away from the camera, standing between Gaz and, and Kevy on the Fox telecast. <laughs> on the screen. He's got the screenshot. He's actually the, there. The ref's but, fault. But fuck you gotta I mean, it's tough. It's not like the one that fucking Trotters did like the year before last or something, where he's got the scarf out, literally just walking behind like hindy or whatever, you yeah. can just see it brilliantly. But I understand, I respect that um the, the the biggest tiger wants to
2: maintain his incognito status to the the larger world. Um I think it's pretty shit that with all my tax dollars going towards it, that's the best that someone that works for ASIO can do to try and hide his fucking identity.
1: Yeah, that's true too. I mean, they've got the technology.
2: Uh, Frogmore, he's uh,
1: congratulations. He won uh, the reserve grade field hockey league in which he plays, and he's uh, he said you can keep your asterisk undefeated reserve grade champs hashtag all we do is win. And he's wearing the hoodie with the trophy. Oi. So congratulations, sir. Um, winning what is no doubt a very meaningful competition. This sport that is meaningless. Although I played hockey when I was at school, but you know it's pretty fun. Mm. But I was more of like the I was like the ice hockey enforcer on the field hockey team <laughs> Many young young children from fucking Wavell Heights went home without shins on those days let me tell you sir. So. <laughs> Okay, so things we uh, will not be talking about in any detail this evening. The um, Prime Minister's 13. <laughs> really? I saw people getting heated on Twitter. Yeah. Why? Who cares? It's just the fucking... It's a nothing thing that, you know... It's good for some young dudes, you know, to, to have like a repish sort of thing going down. And yeah. it's a World Cup year. I mean, they could theoretically stake their claim, for, you know, because obviously Australia will have like a, a larger squad, you know, cause, and, and play some, yeah. trot some guys out in the easy games like yeah. when they play New Zealand and stuff. So, you know, for,
2: why not give those guys those, a chance? For those guys who've got to run, I, I think it's important for them, Yeah, you know, um, Mal's obviously got a very good relationship with a lot of the Queensland Origin players. Yeah. He knows them. Yep. And, and he knows how they train, how they prepare, yep. how they play.
1: He doesn't need to see those guys
2: well, the, These guys, it, it's not so much... I don't think the Prime Minister's team is, is a you know, massive uh, goal for anyone. No. <laughs> not diminishing the, the green and gold jersey, um, or the, the challenge in playing PNG, but I, I think the biggest opportunity for them there is to forge a relationship yeah. with the Australian coach yep. Yep. and show him their level of professionalism they're up so. to
1: it and uh yeah and which makes which makes the uh the the selection of Josh Dugan hilarious when you th- when you talk about that. But anyway, yeah. So we're not talking about that. I mean, great and congratulations everyone involved. I hope you do well. The PNG side will actually be weakened, I think, because the the Hunters are doing so well and they're straight. They won the final against Redcliffe on the weekend, which uh, puts them directly into the grand final. Yep. And so now Redcliffe will play somebody else, I think, for the other slot in the grand final. So mm. fucking great for them. But I think that means that the the Hunters will probably be fucking a little bit cruel.
2: How cruel! R- Redcliffe would have thought they had this in the bag this year when Benji came to the Bronx.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, I mean they 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 planned all their attack around you know just everyone stand on the sideline waiting for the fucking passes <laughs> the that go and
2: bar over bars. everyone else's head.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. But um,
1: yeah. Well, I mean even all the you know the the ferocious aspect of that the 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 fucking home invading terrorist Matt Lodge <laughs> brought to the side. Oh, Obviously, he's telling his PNG guys like yeah tonight's the night they're dying. I'm like fuck what? know? Yeah. it's Tuesday, is it like? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, they will that um, all the time, mate.
2: <laughs> they just all start looking around and going where are the compound fences? What's keeping you safe? Yeah, where's your panic room? <laughs> yeah. That
1: is crazy over there though, the security. Mm. I had a mate, um mate's dad who used to play for Parramatta and he went over to PNG to coach rugby league and he, the stories they like, tell the compound and like the panic room they had in their house and everything mm-hmm. and they couldn't do shit like it's amazing. Man, you, helicopter, helicopter from the airport into the compound after you flew over there. and
2: You know, that there is a, a very, very close fan of the show, and gentleman dear to both our hearts, who has done a lot of work over in PNG. Yeah. Um, and he uh, ran into Corey Oates. Yeah. Over there. And he said Corey was, like, agitated and, you know, just scattered and all, like, just couldn't calm down. It was like, you know... He, he was just overstimulated from all the, the, the new things flooding through his system over there. So, you know, it can be scary for first times.
1: <laughs> now, uh, we're not going to talk about the New Zealand Warriors, you know, Bodine Thompson scandal. Because what a fucking stupid... I don't even have to mention what the story is, is about. It's just, what a stupid fucking story. And after such a week of football in the finals and everything, I understand that the media people need to run shit. I, I get, I get it. They need to have a story, but why wouldn't you stash that till Christmas? Plenty going on. You don't, you don't need it. Yeah, true. Um, so thankfully, it's kind of you know lost and washed away by you know the final stuff. Well, you know what? So
2: the thing that pissed me off most is that at, at its heart, all it is is a custody thing or a, a child support mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And I, I would say that there are plenty of those matters much more fucking deserving. Uh, yeah, it of seems some like media airtime.
1: This seems, well, you know, I guess it's, it's the second time this year that, you know, players was extorted for $50,000 or attempted. Yeah, but, um, you know, someone, mm. someone much maligned, nipping the bud or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the, the, the end of the story is the, 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 the player has, has appeared to have done, the, well, okay, there was probably like some sort of team protocols in terms of like, you know, meeting Chick's... You know, in hotels, you know, games, blah blah blah. However, other than that, the the, the actual complaint shit that she's got like mm. nothing. And this whole boys fucking club thing for rugby league is is ridiculous. I mean, if a if, if someone willingly if enters they into a scenario,
2: a penthouse model said you know, to any young man who was that way inclined. Yeah. Well, why is that a rugby league thing?
1: Uh, yeah, and if she's and, and if she's down to entertain him and his and three of his closest so it friends,
2: a, it was apparently consensual. Yep, two consenting adults.
1: Well, that was wasn't it like five?
2: Was yeah, uh, so I'm talking about the the kid again. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: yeah. Um, so there's like five consenting adults. No implication whatsoever of any sort of you know, yeah, yeah Coffs Harboury sort of behaviour.
2: So regardless of all this fucking mainstream NRL media
1: mm-hmm.
2: have a good fucking long hard look at yourself oh, I've, I've, got, I've
1: got words for the mainstream NRL media coming up anyway okay because the thing we will talk about is this fucking refs fault situation oh it's not horrible <sighs> now abhorrent Greenberg came Greenberg came out with his fucking thing and then you know, there's this, a segment of people that's like oh my god what strong leadership no this is just the, him being just reactionary and, and, and fairly condescending as well. And papering over pretty much everything in, in his house. And while trying to throw the blame on everything. And particularly, like, just dumping the blame, like, on coaches, which is just fucking ridiculous. Uh, there's definitely, like, a ref... I mean, if you've been on... Uh, maybe it's worse if you're, like, on Twitter like us. I think it probably is. If you weren't on social media at all, I don't think the refs fault thing would be so... It, so, it wouldn't really affect your life so much, I reckon. You'd see I'll, it, like, you know, I'll every you other go, week.
2: and I will fucking knock that shit on its head
1: (laughs) you probably in your day-to-day life though don't see a lot of it other than unless you know what you read in the paper and and so forth watch on the television yeah well this is the other thing too those conferences I mean you see the bits of them played on on news reports and stuff but fucking I would love to know the viewership of those I imagine it would be minute I mean I've only ever watched about six in my life
2: I neglected my kids to wait for Barrett's
1: (laughs) And, that's, and, that's, and I only watch that after the fact. Usually I don't watch them unless something happens in them and then I go back and watch it, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not sitting around for 20 minutes or so. But the, the thing the,
2: is with the, the, the... Quick interjection there. The reason I don't f- usually fucking watch them yeah. is because the NRL are that fucking antiquated that they don't have any of the reporters mic'd up or, or even the fucking Phil Donahue microphone that they can pass around to whoever's talking. That's
1: that's what the UFC do in the press conferences there. I mean, they, you, you basically, Sorry. you put your hand up, yeah. and then there's the, the representative of the PR company who's, who's running the, the thing. Mm-hmm. They will literally, when it's your turn, they'll walk around and I'll hand you a fucking mic. You ask your question, hand the mic back.
2: Yep. So what you, what That's you end fine. up doing is you hear the coach give an answer to yep. so something that you didn't fucking hear. You're straining
1: to figure out the context. Exactly. Of the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, like sometimes you can you're trying to strain to hear the actual question being, you know, unamplified question being asked usually unsuccessful and most
2: coaches Um, just go oh yeah yeah that was i was pretty happy with that (sighs) fucking what come yeah
1: coach you need to do your media training and rephrase the question and in the the process of giving your answer so you know us dummies at home that don't have fucking super hearing you know so we can figure it out but i think that the the coaches are far down the list of who's who the problem is the number one problem for this refs fault thing is the commentators that's number one on the list for me. I don't, I don't care who you are and how above it you... You, you know, the, it's like... It's... Everybody is influenced by what the commentators say. Yep. I don't care who you are and how above it you think you are. It's just... You, you're fucking not. You know, I mean, you're just, you're just not one bit. I, I watch without volume... 90% of the time yeah, because man, games start at 8 o'clock yep. when I'm putting my son to bed and we're usually fucking having a chat and everything and watching the footy um, on the mm-hmm. app on my phone and then he crashes out and I don't want to wake him up so the volume goes down to one fucking bar where you can't really hear it and I'm watching like that and you know I'll, I'll chill there for like 20 minutes or something like sure. that watching it and then usually I come downstairs you know someone else will be watching something else and they're like so I'll just sit on the couch with no fucking volume so I, I don't know a lot of the time You'll see people blowing up on Twitter, and I don't know what they're blowing up yeah. about because because you don't hear about the commentators incessantly yep. fucking ranting about it. Um, UFC is a fucking prime example of this as well. Like Joe Rogan, he's a ma- like I love Joe Rogan, but he's a massive fucking problem because he's very emotional and he's got his biases, and he will carry on about a referee's decision, or he will carry on about a fighter something the fighter's doing or if it's a fighter that he you know not if he has a relationship with them, but a fighter that he likes their style or whatever he'll call the fight in his (laughs) way where it's only calling what that guy's doing and if you're listening to him you think that the other cunt hasn't landed anything you know and it's you know but and it's exactly the same sort of thing with this and i mean like if you don't know what you're talking about or if you don't know you know you can get very you get very influenced by it i've seen people Mm. all the time um the Commentators, something happens in the fifth minute and they're fucking still crapping on about it, and they bring it up at half time, they bring it up at full time, and they just never fucking sh- and they and like people like Gus Gould and they're like, Oh, no, yeah, just it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the worst for it, um, in my opinion, but you know, there's probably others who are very bad offenders as well. Um, but I, I feel that he tries to rope other people into it as well, like he'll rope you know, fucking Fittler into you know, try and see what he's you know, yeah. and it becomes this big story. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Secondly, on the list. Ahead of coaches still is the media. The first part of the media is the NRL media. And with the NRL enforcing that coaches and captains front a press conference like, you know, 20 minutes after a game under the pain of being fined, I don't have a problem with press conferences. However, the media that sit in the press conferences, they're not restricted at all in the questions that that they're allowed to ask. And uh, the coaches, however, are very restricted in the answers that they can give, and uh, once again, you know, obviously under the pain of being heavily fined. And I just think that the media, if the if they don't want the whole refs fault thing, there's two sides: to it. the coaches and the media. Stop that! Stop that as your only line of questioning. Yeah. The coaches, you're going to have to do the Marshall and Lynch thing that he did um, towards the end of his career with the Seahawks in the NFL. He didn't front up to a press conference, he got fined, they get fined severely, like you know, let's say it was twenty five grand, yep. which is a lot for not just making yourself available at a press conference. So then, all his press conferences from that day on, he fronted up as he was supposed to and every question he got asked, no matter what it was, his reply was exactly the same, like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. How, how do you feel about blah, blah, blah? I'm just here so I don't get fined.
2: So <laughs> he's, he's basically a, the, the, uh, a better dressing Darius Boyd.
1: And uh, the thing is, though, he stopped being required to go to press conferences after yeah, a pretty short time, um, and so I think I think that uh, the, the the media have their part to play, but in the press conference situation as well, the the coaches are gonna they're always going to be forced to be there under under the threat of being fined if they don't. So I think they've just got to I mean it's I know it's hard, but they are just going to have to just say no comment, and just play everything, and just make it. Just so boring and yeah. unnewsworthy for a journalist to ask that question that they actually have to be forced to ask real questions about real shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. Thirdly, still ahead of the coaches, the media after the game, the fucking articles, news yeah. media, fucking print media. The next day, I was I was talking to you like in a DM, but it wasn't it wasn't fucking Sky News. It was Channel Nine. It was from the ga- the night before the game. Turned yeah. the TV off, went downstairs, turned it on in the morning, and like the Weekend Today Show was on, and I was just sitting at the table just building some Lego. And you know you hear when they do the news cycle thing, where like every half an hour or whatever they do the headlines, yep, and or every hour or whatever it is, and they go through the, the regular headlines, mm-hmm. and then they, and then they do the sports headlines. And for fucking three hours, it's fucking mainly mainly robbed. I was like. Well, this is fantastic. But at the same time, I'm
2: like...
1: Yeah. Wow, that's a really fucking strong, like... That's a strong opinion you're going through. There. You're not saying, like, you know, such-and-such such won this and such-and-such and such scored at this point. You're just like, the only story yeah. was fucking robbed. Like, and, I was, and I'm not fucking exaggerating it. or any, I mean, they were literally saying they were robbed. It got worse as the morning went on. They started out as, like, you know, suffered some controversial blah-blah. And then it's like... <laughs> then it ends up into straight-up robbery. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. God damn, man. So... These motherfuckers also a problem. Also ahead of the coaches. Then I've got fourth on my list. Then the coaches. So, look, I have no problems if they do what Trent Barrett did and say, like, in his opinion, there was incorrect decisions and the process by which the decisions were arrived at, you know, could be improved and things like that. That's fine because he was talking about the decisions and how the decisions were made. What he wasn't talking about was the referees themselves. He wasn't implying anything about, like, that there was bias and he wasn't, you know denigrating the integrity of the officials and things mm. um, and I've got no problem with that however Ricky Stewart's the first one to come to mind but I mean you know don't get me wrong Flano is the, win- he's the winner for 2017 for the best spray yeah like by far but I think Ricky Stewart probably owns like two through six you know on that top ten chart for the season because he like Flano is one of the ones that comes up and talks about bias and getting 47 texts from people saying,
2: <laughs> saying that they got yeah, fucked but, by the referees see that's the thing though <laughs> like rank, ranking that yeah is is like you know ranking your jack-offs when your family go out for the day <laughs> how does one cro- how, well, how, how, saying, how how do you quantify you know, those though uh, one and two 3 to 7 <laughs> really can you differentiate them
1: <laughs> at some point they all played <laughs> You know, unless you're, unless you're actually filing them under which particular category you've got opened, and-
2: you're just a mix of tears and Kleenex and blood and regret.
1: Blood. How are you doing it?
2: Well, maybe post four. <laughs>
1: Um, but um but yeah like you know you can't talk about bias and you can't like to talk about integrity and like i don't blame i don't necessarily blame them for it because especially with the flanagan one it's an emotional it's like a, it's an emotional time at the end of the year you spent you've dedicated a year to training and you know investment of your, your life and you know your your singular focus on on this one thing and it's come to an end and everything like that fuck emotion that cunt wrote a list yeah well
2: yeah but you know why Because he got the spray in the in the corridor. He was in the
1: corridor. He was in the he was in the he was in the tunnel, absolutely fucking going off his nut apparently. And then he was told, you know, do not carry that attitude into the fucking press conference. And so he's gone away. And then you know for the next twenty minutes he's written down (laughs) everything. Uh, and, And then that's why he came in and he read the thing. But I mean to be forced into those situations right after the game. And to be and you know, I mean he wasn't asked questions because he didn't give people the chance to do it. He just fucking launched into his list straight away. But I mean it's I I understand it's tough to bottle it up and then NRL and the media they want passion and emotion and honesty out of the coaches. But they yeah. won't provide them the avenue in which to, to do it because you know, obviously the media they, they want that fucking story, they want Can the Can I tell you?
2: Here's where I see that I I see this as just so many fucking false flags. Yeah And I agree with everything you're saying
1: I'm still not finishing on the oh, list no, of sorry, who's okay, to blame
2: cool. though The fans Well look just b- Before I fucking Dismiss this Like a Girl child in China <laughs> Please finish The
1: fans You know what Fans are annoying cunts At the best of times no. I love Tour Nation But I mean In any given week Everyone Unless you're the biggest tiger Everyone is going to have their fucking moments <laughs> Like it happens and um and like Biggest Tiger, I mean, you know, becoming Rugby League's mother Teresa. I mean he got there like any fucking, you know, humanitarian from suffering like you know <laughs> but being beaten down repeatedly by his own team's lack of achievement. Yeah, so just, I mean, to the extent that he developed an excellent character. He's bit he's been lobotomized. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right and I mean here. and yeah, he's exactly and I mean like and and and, and so he he he, he he developed an excellent character through suffering, but didn't go to the stage of being a professional victim like Eels and Knights fans and stuff yep. like that. Um, so, I don't, I don't know what the answer is, <laughs> but all those things, all of those five things on the list, have to change. Yes. Um, but you know what else has to change? Quality refereeing. And I understand it's difficult to be perfect, and you know it's probably an unachievable goal to be perfect. But it should one, but it, it should be the goal. Mm. Um, it should be very achievable to eradicate game changing or ending decisions though. I mean I think I don't think anyone would be too perturbed if they missed like a knock on here or there, you know. But if it falls in general sort of play, I don't think people dwell on it too much. But um this goes, goes back to like it might work as you know, this is what I do with clients as well. But the fans the fans have to choose what they fucking want. This is the problem. They need to come to, they can need to come to a decision about what they want. Yeah. Now the NRL they wanted to review things more. People complained about the time it took. So now they have the ref send it upstairs with a ruling, and then we get these situations where you know it feels like every game where it's like either unclear or wrong, or you know enough contentiousness to it that they go the bunker, just go fucking I don't know, and then they just go based on what's you know what the original thing was from the ref, and then which you know basically they have enough contentiousness that it fuels all the shit you know above, and here we fucking go again. Yep. So if I am watching a game and it takes a solid five minutes of chicken time to get a proper verdict that's actually correct, then I am fucking all for it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm all for it. The network can put more ads in. They can make more money. You know, the bunker. The bunker is the right idea, hundred percent. Keep it going, but just give them the power to actually take their time and the resources if they don't have it to actually make proper decisions. I mean, you look at something like the NFL. They review fucking everything. Yeah. Like every scoring play, goes through the full review, and sometimes it takes a fucking, it takes a couple of minutes. But when I think of the NRL, or sorry, the NFL. It's, I mean, there are some, there's some, there's, there's, they've got their own obstruction rule, like the pass interference thing, that can get a little bit subjective. And it's, and it's the one thing that can't be reviewed. But I do, I, I do feel like there's, I can't remember any absolutely game changing clangers since oh, a couple of years ago, there was a, there was a, a Seahawks versus Green Bay game where there was a, it was uh, a guy uh, intercepted it in the end zone when it was going for a touchdown, and the the wide receiver kind of reefed it out of his hands and took it. So it was actually an interception. The guy hit the ground, but then the guy ripped it out of his hands and they gave a touchdown for it. It was it was these uh, substitute referees at the time, okay. and it was this fucking huge thing. That is kind of like that, which got the kind of uproar like the last weekend in the NRL. But that's like the last time I can remember it. I cannot remember a fucking time like and it's years. That was a couple years ago, yeah. and before that. Fuck man, I don't know. I forget.
2: So, Here, here's the thing. I, again, it's it, everything you've said is is fantastic, and we've had this discussion before, where yeah. the bunker should be allowed to to intervene on far more than it does.
1: Yeah, and I understand the the NRL, the NRL like rugby league is not is is not a is not a game that's played in in and NRL, in sequences yeah. that stops, and then they can go like like fucking you know, and then. I get that but I mean there's definitely the ability I mean you and I sit watching a game and we're like you know fucking you know that and then so clearly the, the, the bunker could do that and yep. uh, whatever but I mean when I'm doing when I'm doing, um, when I'm doing uh, like yeah the web design jobs I'll tell the clients like if I feel like if I get the feeling that they're like they're probably you know sensitive to like budget or whatever I'll tell them i say like it's, I'll, I'll give them the thing it's an equilateral triangle and each of the points is like you know you've got time mm. on one cost on one and quality on the other mm. and so you can pick whichever one of those you want mm. i don't care if you want fu- if you want to pick the time and make it super fast it's going to cost you and you're probably not going to get the fucking all the bells and whistles because there's no time you know you want the, you know you want the bells and whistles that's fine it's going to take a long time and it's going to cost a lot you know i'll pick two of them you pick one of them i don't care whichever one you want the nrl fans it's easier it's a fucking straight line <laughs> on one end <laughs> you've got hundred percent accuracy on the other end you've got time Pick, plant your fucking flag how far along yeah. that scale you, know, you actually want and understand the ramifications of your choice.
2: 100%. And and I don't think one of them is feasible. I, I don't think time is feasible anymore because of the way it's televised. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's, that's that's possible. Right? Be- well, because you have the most of the people watching the game at home now Yeah. and there are instant replays, there are have a look at this and... Rewind, you know, people can watch on the app and they themselves can get yep. it and scroll back and this and screenshot and yep. fucking, you know, the bullet came from the, the grassy knoll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, th- there's there's that much capability.
1: But the thing is, you know, that's, that's the same time that they'd be using to make the decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Except they'd have, you know, better, obviously better tools at their disposal, yep. more angles simultaneously now,
2: this and blah, blah, blah. The, the mainstream media, and by that I'm talking, your, your tellies, your heralds, you can't mails, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. How much money do they contribute to the game?
1: Actual cash money.
2: How much cash money?
1: Well, I mean, how much do they contribute to the game? I mean, directly themselves, nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So, net. Now- there's, there's I mean, it's obviously be, like, the you know, yeah, there's like, there's like, the, like the think Rupert. back, and we had like the news, the mute Rupert and everything, like, and then that links to that. I mean, but directly, yeah, exactly. as an actual entity, like, yeah. as, as an individual newspaper. So to the
2: NRL. I'm not talking yeah. about, you know, because news obviously owns the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. Fuck all. Yeah. Right? I think that everyone puts on a good show about how much they hate the fucking refs faulting. Because the clubs pay the fines, the coaches don't pay them. Yep. Even though they go... well,
1: the here. co I mean, they've got. They have to do that. Like they have to go through dodgy circumstances to make that happen, though. Isn't there like some no. sort of? I th- I thought that uh, they set it up. That you know it had to be no. had to be the coaches and the clubs couldn't do it on their behalf.
2: No. Really? I may be mm. wrong, but I yeah. remember it being pretty definitively. I th- yeah, I just feel because, because, I don't remember, I remember who it was, the, the but the article I read was basically them saying, "Well, it, it needs to now be bigger."
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. But the thing that the newspapers provide, yeah, is free advertising. Yeah, and from the NRL's point of view, the more time they can be the topic of conversation, yeah, the better. And
1: and I know the thing is like you know there's no such thing as bad publicity. That's it. But you know what I'm I'm starting to wonder.
2: Well, hang on. Tell me in in that. Uh, a couple of games on the weekend. Yep, that had some controversial calls. So there were yep. two games that had controversial calls.
1: Yeah, three the, if you're talking to para fans.
2: Well, no, I'm talking Melbourne para <laughs> and Sharks Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so they're the two games. Yeah, that yeah, had yeah. Okay. controversial calls. Now, if if you look at the Sharks one, yeah, right, you you only you only risk alienating one team at a time. Yeah, so you the Sharks fans are fucking ropeable. Yep, yep. And Flano's out there doing da 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 da, da and, yeah. you know, they
1: send fucking should be go, fucking... They're they setting up GoFundMe's to pay his exactly. him. <laughs> if you contribute to those, now, fucking kill yourself.
2: Everyone else yeah. is busy digging up what Flano said when he got the seven tackle set. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Right?
2: And then you reverse that and I know that in our circle and with some of the people we've spoken to, there's been this mutual, you know, thing between Eagles and Sharks. Yeah, yeah. But... Out there, it, it's like the kid that sold 100 raffle tickets
1: and to, anything, yeah. to, to win a horse. Yeah.
2: But the horse was dead, and he only had to refund money to the person that won.
1: Yeah, exactly. So,
2: it's it's not all as fucking um, spont, um, spontaneous as uh, as you might think. I would say there's a lot of it that is the NRL loves, why else would they get the media there? Why else would they make the players and coaches available? Because they want the stories to be there. Yeah, yeah. Why aren't they saying, you know, coaches, um, captains, you're out there, and you need to give a two-minute prepared statement? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... There's yeah. your fucking easy fix. Then there's nothing salacious in the paper the next day.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in, in, in other sports, they do the, the prepared statement thing, mm-hmm. then open the floor up to questions. Um, yep. But also, I've, I've uh, noticed, well, in the in the, um, the NFL, I just think they screen their reporters. I think, you know what I mean? Like, just, you can, I mean, like, you get Weedler in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? That guy's got a track record, and I think you need to scrutinize those, those guys a bit and go, yeah. nah, nah, not, you know, sorry. Yeah. You're not in here today, mate.
2: And again, all those guys are after yep. is clickbait. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. So, David, yeah. so why aren't you going to go in there and say, Oh, yeah. what do you think of the refereeing tonight? Yeah, I get that, but the end. I think the
1: NRL needs to fucking. That's only they need if they want it, If they want the refs' fault things to stop, then if they want the refs' fault things to stop,
2: exactly.
1: Then they need. You know, they that's they need to actually do something yeah. about, it. rather than try and you know dump a, an incredible amount of fucking fines on two coaches, and try and but you know, give the illusion of strength.
2: Yeah. The other thing is, then, going back from from a purely logical thing... Yeah. ...you know, well, which, which mistake is the mistake that loses the game? Yeah. Is it the mistake of the referee who sends a try up as try and then there's no evidence to overturn it? Yeah. Is that his mistake? Or is it the, still the mistake of the person that didn't make the tackle or catch the ball on the defensive line? Or is it the fault of the guy who knocked on two sets ago... Giving away field position. Well, that's it. That's my issue with it. Yeah, yeah. But. Or is
1: it? Is it the guy that fucking you know instead of passing instead of passing it to the to the the halfback that was waiting to kick a field goal,
2: take a hit
1: up? Decides to fucking try and try and burrow over five meters to the left of the oh, post. <laughs> like that's yeah you know, even even more so in that respect.
2: Now, the really shitty thing about this is I was at Dex's um, last football game. Yep. Uh, a couple of weeks ago now. They got to to one game before the grand final. Yeah. Unfortunately, got bundled out. And this was from our club. Yeah. And one one of the things I'd always loved about him participating in his club was that the parents always seemed to be there for the kids. Yeah. This year, it's been very, very different. Because they're more and- vicarious
1: living through. As they get older, they're actually playing for more stakes too. They well, have finals, score and, yeah, and yep. there
2: are finals, yep. and there's for and against, yep. and all of that stuff. And so, the parents of, of the club that Deck plays for, that we were there supporting as well, yeah. Um, the comments were everything from "Rules are simple, you fucking idiot." <laughs> Get some fucking glasses.
1: And was there any fucking stop? Any, I mean, what, what was stopping with that? Because I mean, I know everything. The, every sport that I've been to, you, you don't have to sign anything. But we we are given at the start of each season, uh, uh, like the the guidelines of uh, I don't know what they fucking call it. You know, you know what I mean, though. Like yeah, you know the yeah, the code the, of the co- Yeah, the code of conduct for parents, and you will get fucking marched. You're out of there if you if if you you get you get warned.
2: Yeah, well, see, in a junior game, you've got one one club up here on the sideline. Yeah. And then there's the official's box down there, depending yeah. on how the fields are set out. Yeah. Um, but some of the things that were coming... And then, you know, um, the the mother's group got into it with uh, one of the touch judges was a female, yeah. talking about how, you know, it, it's not just a pink shirt, you bitch, you have to actually do something. <sighs> it was fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, it, it was actually really horrific to watch yeah um and, and that's what I'm saying I don't think this ref's fault thing is just a, a social media thing I think it's just the easiest way to deflect blame
1: yeah but also I think as well that fucking like if I'm at a fucking real game <laughs> hmm. I'll tell the fuck I'll tell the touchy exactly where he fucked up oh fuck yeah I think, and I, 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 I think that that is just a fucking. <laughs> I, I think it is just a fucking nature of the beast of the game to an extent. And I think if it's happening at fucking in kids' games unchecked, mm. then that's that's the fault of well, it's the fault of the fucking clubs in the first place for not holding their... their you know what they can control are are their kids and their parents of their kids. Yep. And if they're not enforcing like the code of conduct, because there must be a standardized code of conduct. I mean.
2: No, I'm saying so, there is. And if there was and a, if, they're not, if, if there was a QRL official standing right next to them when they said it. Yeah. Yeah, great. That's yeah, well, I mean
1: the, but the club should be fucking I mean this is the, the, you know you can't just go oh there's no fucking official there so nothing's going to happen. The club should be fucking dealing with that in the first place. Yeah. I mean it, like the the coach or the assistant how, coach that's they know the people.
2: That's the their fucking, parents. Who do you think screaming the shit?
1: Yeah, see well, that's just I think And this you, is
2: what I'm saying it, it is league. so pervasive
1: I'm, I'm actually you, you're you almost convincing me to fucking shut the sport down because dead said it, I don't want to be fucking I don't want to be this I don't want to be this soccer guy but fuck me dead if, if anyone says shit I'll get a warning and then they're fucking done and there's not FFA officials there or anything this is the club the club will fucking put you out of there Okay. and, and even kids on the field Cool. if the kids fucking dispute something you know, we... Yanked immediately off the field.
2: The the Socceroos lost to Thailand.
1: Yeah. Right? You can be smart all you like, though, but I'm just telling you, the conduct in that junior sport... Oh, yeah. ...is yeah. fucking... Is like, literally, kids. if a kid talks back to the referee, yep. don't have to abuse them. They just have to talk back and dispute a decision. You're off.
2: Now... Come back see, on in the second the half. This is where the, they are doing that. If a kid does that on the field... Yeah. That's fine. They will get marched. Yeah. You know? But
1: that's just awful fucking policing.
2: Yeah. Look, again, I'm I'm not sure it's awful policing or if they just don't have the actual manpower. Because you've got to remember they don't have the Panthers tipping in five million bucks a year to junior footy.
1: Yeah, only get fuck... up yeah. here. Yeah.
2: But th- that culture of, you know, blame that person, and it's that every opportunity cost is the biggest opportunity cost in the world. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if something's raked. Yeah. And and they call it a knock on. Yep. oh you how oh, the, the hell oh you know they were gonna the next tackle they are definitely gonna score definitely <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> oh mate oh you need you need get deck over here oh yeah get him over get him
2: <laughs> get him to play over here it sounds like a rough league <laughs> it, it's this league his, his last game they they um no they pumped Redcliffe Deception Bay is always a tough team
1: no, oh, I could I could imagine. It's, oh, I don't um, want to cast any aspersions on Deception Bay. Tell you what, fucking those, Darius Boyd. Those children need to they, to they have to fight for their fucking cornflakes. Well
2: fucking Fluffy, you yeah. you wanna see somebody that's channelled not having a dad? <laughs> Fuck me.
1: Yeah, but I mean he's had a surrogate dad for many years now. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: <laughs> um
1: Loved him more than his own son.
2: But yeah, the the whole wrestling thing. It won't change.
1: I don't think it will. I don't think it can.
2: At all. And the fucking issue is, everyone's up in arms about it. Yep. When it affects them,
1: <laughs>
2: and when it doesn't affect you, you get to stand... It's a source with, of comedy. It, it. No, it's almost the NRL's version of being an SJW going, fucking don't rash fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> rash fucking weak. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not really saying it because you, you take that stance yourself every day, it's just to really fucking poke the poor pricks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Doing it.
1: It's a chance. It's a chance for like um, comedy, or you know, or payback, or yeah. you know, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. No.
2: Take your energy and buy Dylan Walker a fucking counting book, so he learns to keep both feet behind the kickers, not just one. Well, he was he was clearly behind. Maybe a hokey pokey cassette tape, so he can practice putting it in and putting it out, putting it in and putting it out.
1: He was clearly no. he was he was clearly behind. I mean, you know, clearly. Bunker especially, thought. especially when, especially
2: when it went up as a try. Bunker thought differently. Are you going to say they're wrong? Yeah. Ref's fault.
1: Yeah. See. No, I didn't say it was ref's fault. I just said they made it wrong. because the, the process is wrong, and they made an incorrect decision. Mm. I didn't say it was. A, I didn't say it was the cause of anything other than an incorrect
2: decision. But was that any more impactful on the game than when Effort Face dropped the magnificent Cleary bomb? Of course, it was. Why?
1: Because you didn't get six points straight off it. You didn't pick it up and dive over uh, off that play. It wasn't a six-point point. and cost you six points. This was a try underneath the post. It was actually <laughs> yes, an so actual again, cost of six points.
2: But th- this is the fallacy.
1: No, but this is actually like a try. This wasn't like, oh, next play they may have scored or something like that. This was an actually six points in the bank.
2: No, no, no. I'm not talking about that try. I'm talking about the result of the game. So that if he had knocked that ball on, then he might have run the length and you would have won by 20.
1: He might have, but I'm not speculating on... That's what I'm saying. I'm not speculating on that shit. I'm speculating on actual points being scored. But you are speculating.
2: You're saying that that had impact on the result of the game, that and that alone. It had impact on the score of the game at that time. Mm. A six-point impact. But so did every other mistake that was made by player or referee.
1: Not necessarily, because, I mean, there's large large tracks of a game where, you know, it just goes up and down, up and down, up and down, up kick, back kick, up kick... But I'm saying. So, like, a knock-on in there, no, there's no effect on anything. It's just part of it. It's just like a flow of a thing. But this is actually a scoring play, this is what I'm talking about. That wasn't scoring, th- he was offside. Well, no, he was actually onside. site an no, incorrect that also, when, you know, violated the count, the actual... But it was sent up
2: as a try, the actual so the, process. Ref did the, the ref got it right. Yeah. Yeah, the ref did get it right. And then the bunker reviewed, given their technology...
1: No, they didn't they didn't use any technology. It literally took five seconds. They used GPS They didn't even look at it. They
2: used GPS tracking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we actually should probably talk about the games. How about that? Yes. So we so basically no the conclusion though is that Restfall's never gonna be sold and may as well fold rugby league. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well re fault is never the conclusion no. is Restfall's never, gonna, never be gonna be sold. If coaches were absolutely banned on saying the word referee and the word officials so they literally couldn't answer a question on it under pain of, of $20,000 fine. Mm. So they could only say no comment if they were asking questions. Or if a journalist was instructed, you can't talk about the officials, so oh, then they, they then miss a certain number of press conferences and therefore yeah. deadlines and abilities to write articles. If you say, so, okay, so you do that, yeah, the commentators aren't allowed to harp on incessantly but talk about what's, you know, promo the fucking block. Shut the fuck up you know about what? the decision it, that just happened. Is, they know, do they know. do that. This is perfect world stuff right now. They don't do that. They just go like, you know, well, I disagree with that decision. Move along and actually call what's happening on the game rather than chatting about it for fucking 10 hours. Yep. Okay, so you go to the press conference. The journalists are not allowed to utter a word about it. The, the coaches aren't either. So it's just like it's no comment. And if, if they get a question, it's no comment. If they journalists ask a question, then he's banned for X amount of press conferences, so he misses his deadlines and his ability to apply his trade, you know it affects him. Yep. Like the, I mean, the AFL black belt, you know they they'll fucking ban cuts over anything, you know. Like they'll you know black, belt, black ball journalists and stuff, you know, and just refuse to work with them. So you know you could do the same sort of thing there. Okay, so then the next, <laughs> so then there's the next, there's the next. So there's that level? So, therefore, the media can't write the story. You know, the, the stories don't exist yeah. unless it's an opinion piece and Gus writes his thing and said, I thought the referee was fucking terrible, blah, blah. That's the only time you can do it because you can't report on it because you have no soundbite from the ref- from the, yeah. the coach or the captain. Yeah. Um, so, really, it's only yeah, an I, opinion piece. I agree 100%. No, but then we do that and the coach does that. And so, the fans, well, the fan. this is what I'm saying. Fucking social media is going to be, it's never going to change. It doesn't matter what the fucking, co- it does not matter what the coaches, commentators, or anybody say because they're already doing it from the time the fucking whistle blew and they're not going to stop. That ain't changing. Even Perfect World, that's not going to change. They're not influenced by the the coaches and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, maybe they'll use things said as like, you know, to, to defend their position or something later, but... Really, they're, they're fucking rest fighting already. The second it happens, and they're not going to stop. not at all. But you know, the first four things in the in the you know it's a perfect world. We stop all that. It still doesn't fucking stop it in the kids one either. I don't think. I don't think it affects it one little bit. What affects it in the kids at the kids level at the grassroots that Todd seems so fucking you know enamored with and fucking defensive about. Put some money in there.
2: Put some fucking bodies in there too. To put yeah. a fucking fit to pay yep. an official. Yep.
1: At every game. Who's like a warden or a steward or whatever you want to fucking call them, uh-huh. and their job is to basically, if you have a problem, if a, if a, if you're a, cap, a coach of a team, and you hear one of your parents say something, you know, it is your responsibility as a coach to say, fucking, you know, tone it down. These, you know, we're not playing for sheep stations, like you know, like you like yeah, you hear all the time. Then, if it becomes a problem. Two or they're, they're they're cantankerous, or they're fucking aggressive, or you know you're thinking it's going that way, then yep. Excuse me,
2: hundred percent. But what, fuck him out there. What all of your ideas will take is, yet again, the the NRL actually, realising the value of its fucking product, yep. Not being a complete nutty cuck, yep. And saying next time you do TV rights, here's the thing, we fine our coaches yep for going off about referees yep we will find your commentators.
1: Yes, yeah, it'll be nice.
2: Via, you know, your station. Yep. Or we expect a clause in there that you will find them. Yeah, we have a
1: code of conduct that, that, that all the broadcasters and yep. media need to apply and credentials, are, you know, fines are on the table. Credentials are on the line for repeated Fucking infringements. Up.
2: Now, with, yep. the, with the idiots they let in after it, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so realise.
1: They can do exactly the same thing.
2: Realise that if they say that. Yep then the networks are not going to say, well, oh, look, we're really not interested in rugby league. Yeah. Because that that's keeping them it's keeping, afloat. It's
1: keeping Channel 9... I mean, it's Channel 9's one through however many most highly rated programs of well, the year.
2: It is why Channel 10 is talking to fucking CBS and not, not yep. 9 at the yep. moment, yep. basically. The newspapers are still going to want sports stories.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, all of these people... People, not- people are not
1: going to fucking buy them for the mid, the middle fucking section with, you know, the latest fucking...
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Face and wash for fucking...
2: And all of these people aren't going to all of a sudden start writing about AFL, rugby union, Mayweather versus Irishman.
1: Because no because the people in <laughs> Brisbane or Queensland and, you know, or regionally, they don't want to read that shit. Yep. They want to read about rugby league.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I realise that, okay, you know what, if we fucking put some authority on this... Mm-hmm and that's what started to happen when they had an actual business person running the NRL. Yeah, funny. Um and now that's all turned to shit.
1: Yeah. And 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 and, and Todd Greenberg you know, I mean if if he wants to if I don't know when you can pinpoint the moment when he, when everyone realized he didn't have a spine, but go back and read articles about Todd Greenberg in like 2010, 11. I fucking loved him. Mm. Loved him. mm Mhm. Best young operator in the game, not anymore. motherfuckers fuckers hate him. Did you should think about it Todd? Start doing your fucking job, mate. Show some fucking leadership out there. And yeah, if you fucking love the grassroots so much, if you fear for the fucking integrity or the future of the grassroots and what's happening at grassroots level in regards to rest folding, mate, get your hand in your fucking pocket, do Fuck something nice. about it. Because let me tell you, 30k out of fucking Flano and 20k out of Trent Barrett that 50k ain't going to that that 50k ain't paying for fucking dudes no. to monitor the fucking sideline practices of spectators
2: no fucking oath no. but i you know i bet you john grant flies business class to every interstate game he attends mhm yeah
1: yeah says it all This week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobiles League Live, the ultimate ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV view, schedules, matchday information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play. Download League Live today. Follow at our League Live for all their stats and that rest of and stuff as well. Still, it's fantastic. And uh, look, I believe from RSVPs, I think we'll be seeing our man uh, Gordon from uh, from Sportsmate at the at the meetup too. So.
2: It's the best fucking response to ref falters. Yeah, yeah. The referee wasn't out there missing thirty tackles.
1: <laughs> well, I love how you look at the stats. We to this, this will be the world record for ref fault. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, get around the app. If you haven't got around, I mean, if you listen to this show and you haven't uh, got the app yet, it's it's just it's very lazy because you listen you listen to us talk mm. about it every. It's at the start of the show. It's now we talk about it. Um, it's honestly, it's just the best fucking app for like, you know, like the stats and the match day stuff and, you know, all the stuff you need at a, fin- you know, at your fingertip with the news stories and all that sort of thing. There ain't no fucking paywalls there, man. Like oh. you can get your stories, you can get everything. And now you can fingerprint it. Yeah, and don't, I'm, don't have to put a password in your lazy fucks. Yeah, and I, and I'm, I'm constantly stunned by people who do not listen to this show. Um, you know, like for example, like my brother, or you know, someone like that, or someone you haven't seen in a long time, or whatever. And you talk about you talk about the app, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, fu- I've had that for like fucking three years." Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Well, you know, so well,
2: that's what I said to you at the start. I said, "Oh, yeah, I th- fuck, I had this the first. Yeah, time they yeah. put Holden on it. I, yeah, I remember yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah."
1: So, look, I mean, yeah, we tell you every week,
2: but just don't, you know, just go and get it. Okay, now fucking the games steal people's phones with new facial recognition, <laughs> and put it on
1: their phones for them. That facial recognition thing, I don't think I'm going to get that one. Why? That's a slippery slope, right? You know, you'd be, you'd be asleep and your fucking missus is like putting the phone on your face when you're asleep, shit. <laughs> Checking, you know, going through your message with your mates, like, what's he saying about me? Yeah.
3: Well, if
2: you don't have anything to hide, you got nothing to worry about.
1: Yeah, you could say that, but yeah, everyone has their moments, right? Don't fall asleep, then. <laughs> Once again, your solution is to take stimulants and drugs. (laughs) The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Look, your choice is divorce or meth. I mean, you know, like divorce, the cost of divorce versus the the pain of of open wounds on your arms from where you've been scratching at the ants that won't leave you (laughs) alive. The Sydney Roosters 24 to <laughs> the Brisbane Broncos 22 at Allianz. A reported crowd of 21,212. twelve. Two one two one two is the crowd. Oh. It just, seemed, just seems like something, like a, a good-looking number that someone came up with. Um, the Roosters 24 came from tries to Guerra, Cordner, Kiri, Mitchell. Uh, three or four conversions to Gordon a penalty Goal. Uh, the Broncos 22 tries to Roberts, a uh, double to Oates, uh, Ben Hunt. Uh, Cahu three or four conversions.
2: Yeah, Broncos are enjoying Cahu back, aren't they?
1: Yeah, one thing that, that this game the is a scoreline did not indicate. No, the, the Roosters they they bombed um, several several good opportunities. However, the Broncos uh, you know did well to hang in there. Yep. And fuck this ga- they they fucking had it. They had it right yep. very close to the death um, before uh, Mitchell finally delivered on the young gi and the next gi thing by doing like the GIS shit ever <laughs> and uh, sending fucking uh jimmy the jet into fucking out of space and uh, tremendous
2: um i thought you were alluding to he you know didn't want to be seen with jimmy in public so he <laughs> brushed him and ran away <laughs>
1: but, uh, i mean like you know, how many times we've we seen fucking a new south wales origin yes. <laughs> person uh, meet that fate um and just the, the other thing that I really enjoyed, I mean, I really enjoyed the game, but I, I, is there anything more enjoyable than Blake Ferguson <laughs> doing Blake that, Ferguson oh. shit? That was, I mean, like, I really love that fucking Two Dads one where he's chucked that pass at the start and it's just gone straight to Fluffy or whatever. Yeah. I, I love that. That was, I mean, even though there's the Broncos did I, I love it. I mean, it's just, I love comically bad shit like that. But this one with Ferguson, motherfucker, you're going to try and prevent a 40 20. Do you even look. Do did you, did you even look where you guys are? Do you even look if you got someone trailing? I mean, that's like... I wouldn't say a kid wouldn't do that. A kid would do that. Because a kid is someone who wouldn't think of that shit. Yeah. Like the chase is coming through and everything.
2: But I you would, know what, though? Surely someone's screaming no. Or hustling Surely someone fucking... in the crowd is screaming
3: behind you.
2: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. But that...
1: Oh, it, and the way, the way the Roosters played for the, every other second of the game, it really would have been an injustice if that was what <laughs> was to the cost them the victory, but it would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh,
3: fantastic. Because
1: Blake Ferguson. Yeah. Blake Ferguson, karma There's and all your that. redemption, fuckhead. Oh, man. Um, tremendous. And they still pick this country representative football. Yeah,
2: the, the Roosters seem to be, to me, brilliant in patches. And then, not even a you know nonchalant about it. It's just they it's, just they just drift. They're going in, through the motions.
1: They sort of drift in and out of games and have these moments of, of
2: brilliance that kind of punctuate it and get them the wins. But it's not even drifting in and out. Nothing like it's just almost a an absent mindedness. Yeah. That almost an entitlement. Okay, yeah, we've done this and done this and done this, and and now we'll just we'll let it happen. So, um, Broncos to their credit, never never looked out of it, even when the Roosters were out to a pretty commanding lead. It's kind of, they, they kind of like they
1: they kind of never looked in it, but somehow managed to sort of hang around, hang in there a little yeah, bit. But you that,
2: know, that's what this Broncos team are doing, though.
1: Like, I never got the impression, I never got the feeling. Even when they scored the try before the Fergie Ferg, like even when they scored that try, I never got the feeling like, well, fucking here they come.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's not. It here turned
1: out come. that they here they did mm-hmm. come because you know, you know, retards do dumb shit, but, <laughs> but they don't know any better. It sure turned out that way. I mean, because like I'll yeah, tell you, I didn't even see that Fergie Ferg try in real time. I was like, they scored the other try, and I'm like, I gotta take a piss break. So I came back, <laughs> they're winning. But it was like thirty seconds ago, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't have to go back and see what the fuck had happened.
2: Um so I, I think that's the way to to play this Broncos team, but you have to be ready for them to come at you. Yeah. Because even if you get a jump on them and you leak some points at the start, they're they're a team that will come back at you mm. um and, and they'll just chip and chip and chip and chip and then something will crack yep. and all of a sudden they're back. And I don't think the roosters were ready for that, they're
1: very good at t- at capitalizing on very slim opportunities as well,
2: yeah, so um plus you look at them across the park, you know Oates is back, yeah, and he he's a force out wide, yeah, and then you've got you know Milford, who at the moment's in in some fairly fine offensive form in terms of of when he's getting the ball, and yeah you know people have tried rushing up on him, they've tried staying back, they've yep. tried what do you do, but um you know, un- unfortunately, for Broncos fans, it um, puts them up against the team of destiny. So,
1: yeah, problem is with the with the the Broncos, you kind of you don't want them at home after a you know after a narrow loss.
2: And yeah, like last, a, last know, time they put fifty on the Titans. Yeah, so after yeah, Parramatta got them. you don't you
1: don't want that. You don't want them in that mood. You kind of want them to like you know. I mean, obviously, you're not playing them this week if they just come out and dominate their opponent, but. You yeah. Just, yeah, you don't want him like that. Yeah, understand. <laughs> um mister Wars, I mean, he should get the first say in Broncos games, right? Um, <laughs> should I just cut my dick off and play lawn bowls for the rest of my life? Seems like a decent option. He gets down after losses lately, I've, I've seen. I mean, like, now he's, like, publicly down. You see, that like, you know, he's Hello Dark, smile, friend, you know, fetal position.
2: <laughs> I have a theory. <laughs> yeah. And it is about your proxim- your physical proximity to other rugby league fans.
1: He's feeling, he's, he's, is he feeling...
2: Now, it is... Only when this is forced upon you, you know our friends that have grown up in other areas of the world, yep. um, that have come to rugby league.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, you know, it's not so bad. But if you look at poor old Warsey and poor old Perm over there, yeah, their they're thirst for league banter. They're
1: trying. They're, they're trying to trying to spawn something.
2: No, they're not trying to spawn something. It's just they're they're craving interaction.
1: That's what I mean. They're trying. They're trying to generate yeah. interaction. Yeah. yeah so. Do um, him a
2: tweet. No, the cuts on private. Fuck him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At Mr. Underscore Wars, if you want some um, disturbing, disturbing tweets. Yes. <laughs> the shit that I would love to retweet, but Just I can't because locked him lockdown. Photos
2: of Air Maxes
1: and Air Jordans. Um, yeah, and I mean, and if you love, if you love Nike's, he's, I mean, he's a, he's an aficionado of shoes, and yeah. he loves, he loves to see like, if you got like collections of fucking like Nikes, he loves it. Send them all to him. Yep. I mean, Puma, he loves that shit too.
2: Yeah, he's a, uh, a sneaker freaker.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Just don't send him anything from Adidas. Not his Or thing. Puma. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Or Puma. You can. You can... Or fucking Asuki Tiger. What's that <laughs> other one?
1: No, you mean the shit that gets sold on catch of the day for thirty bucks? No, kids.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, after. <laughs> underscore NDR, underscore SCR, <laughs> underscore... <laughs> you motherfucker, you. Say what you will about lateral. Dude just did something we've all dreamed of. Personally deliver a massive FU to the Bronx. Yes. Uh, underscore JDHD. Hey, Queensland Broncos fans, this is what it feels like for us in State of Origin every fucking year. Yeah. Oz <laughs> Dingo Dan. That. That right there is how footy should be played. What a game. I'll take that loss. Proper football. Mm. All right. The Melbourne Storm 18 defeat the Parramatta Eel 16 at Amy Park, crowd of 22,626. The Storms 18 tries to Ado Car, Bromwich and Billy Slater. Two of three conversions to Cam Smith and a conversion. The Eel uh, 16 came from tries to wife beating cunt face Will Smith and Semi Radradra, and two of three conversions to Mitchell Moses.
2: I reckon if anyone has a ripped faulting case last weekend, why the first try? What about no? What about the first try? What are you talking about? The first try. What was the first try? Where it went four meters forward, and it was just oh, yeah. assumed. Yeah,
1: yeah. That because no, right. it
2: was that forward.
1: I was thinking of the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, no. You're right. It had
2: to have come off. Somewhat. Yeah. And that's the sort it of was, stuff. it
1: was. It was. It was. It was one of many. The thing about these performances, don't give me, It was a. It was a good performance from the eels. Who went down very quickly? Like they went behind very quickly in the yes. game and clawed their way back in. However, they did it, it also it also needs to be noted that they scored seventy percent of their points. Yeah, or you know, at a time where there was a Sinbin player for yep. the Storm. Yeah. So while they did uh, they did hang tough and it was a great performance and they certainly had opportunities to win. They, you know, they need to go to recognise how those, you know, how those opportunities present present it, themselves, and it's not as damning in the storm as I think as people want it to be.
2: It, it was like it, earlier in the year when um when the dragons came very close to the storm. Yeah, was that Munster that was been in that? No, it was Chase Blair, who oh, was been don't in that game. I don't anyway, remember. um, yeah, oh, you know, and. Look, on both sides, there's, there's some positives. Melvin, obviously, okay, yeah, we're one step closer and this is our plan and this the is what f- we're the doing. The fucking
1: desperation of the two, the second and third try, mm. like the Bromwich one, like the yeah. fucking, that Bromwich one, the, yeah. the the desperation to go fucking from right to the middle, across to the left, thread its way back to the right again, then back a little bit, and then under like just I mean I, you know my my hatred of the storm is fucking long and well documented, but that was some fucking incredible shit. And,
2: and again, I think that's just an evolution of this storm team. Yeah, yeah, you
1: know? and the vision as well for that last try as well, where they go gone out to the left and then Billy's like called he's like look you know. Kick it, yeah, and yeah, and, and been right. I mean, you know, they they had to f- work for their tries in this game in a manner in which you know they probably haven't had to work
2: for quite some time. Yeah, so um, yeah, but yeah, again, from from Parramatta's point of view, um, I, I thought Will Smith had a, a very very good game from a, an energy and placement yep. point of view. Like there were a couple of times where you know there was one. I think car was away, and, and you would almost expect. Yep him to stand up anybody or step you know you you saw what he did to to effort face (laughs) just like absolutely cucked him but um, Will Smith just again read the situation well stayed calm and I think that's one of the better qualities you can have in a fullback this time of year is a level head Um, yeah I'm, I'm I'm not sure I'm on the Parramatta hype train yet
1: uh, I I don't think I don't what's the deal with the hype train do you think I mean I. do you think it's intensified I thought the hype train might have been not derailed I look, but I think it would have been sobered a little bit by this
2: yeah 100% you know last year you had Cronulla done fuck all for 50 years yep got a soft draw yep you know caught Melbourne on an off day yep you know, had some peptides to yep. build up you know long term muscle strength so that, that that was a narrative that was shit now they've won a premiership
1: Yeah.
2: it started off well okay they haven't been in the finals since 2009 and yep. haven't won a premiership since fucking whenever, whenever that was yep. but um, I, I don't think there's enough hope there for the media to get on them. the thing is that I mean, Parramatta are clearly they're clearly the
1: narrative team clearly but they were the narrative team last year they got Kieran Foran. They they've got these. Yeah. They've got fucking Watmo. They've got these guys, and and then the salary cap thing happened, and that obviously derailed it one hundred percent completely. Mm. Not just from a PR standpoint, from, but from a position on the table, but then the ability to compete in the in the finals standpoint. Um, I'm stunned how quickly it's jumped onto their narrow team again. Like motherfuckers are goldfish, and they forget that these yeah. mu- these guys were the fucking you know second biggest cheats only you know not even twelve months ago.
2: Again, I've, I've said it before. I, I think the key difference here is that it was the board, yeah, possibly. and the board were doing dodgy shit to get third-party payments to yep. get players to the club. Yep. Whereas with the Storm, can't sign two contracts.
1: There's no plausible deniability yeah, at all. In that. Just <laughs> absolute
2: duds. So, um, I but yeah, look, you know, I for one think Parramatta will be very happy at the brutality of the game their opponents this week played. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And also the fact that now they've positioned
1: themselves on the opposite side of the draw to the, <laughs> to the Melbourne Storm. So they, uh, they don't have to go through them to get the grand final. So yeah, they can So they can get their big day, uh, you know, if they're good enough, but yep. they don't have to go through Melbourne to do so. Uh, voodoo Rock. I've lost my voice. I'm sitting here in an airport eating a cold cheeseburger, but fuck, I enjoy football. We'll be back next week. Fuck yeah. Hunter G. Meredith. Am I Gordon from Sportsmate. said, uh, I don't jump on the rest fault train very often, but I'm getting very close to becoming the bloody conductor. Hashtag all aboard. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Leroy Brown, 1978. Thank fuck for that. We didn't play well at all. Very un-Melbourne-like performance for most of the game. Oh. I, was, yeah, I think they... You know, they let some stuff... They, they didn't defend the... the the man shortage, as well as they did the week before, or whenever it was, when yeah. you know, not long ago, when Cronk uh, spent some time. But I still think they, you know, they overall they were solid, and Parramatta were there coming at them, and um, and the des- the
2: desperation in attack is the thing that See, stays. I've, with I've me. been trying to look for a chink in Melbourne's armour. Yep. The only ones I can really come up with are the obvious injury to key player. Yeah. Hmm. The other one that's a close second is you do have some youngsters in that team that are not the seasoned finals campaigners that Smith and Cronk yeah. and Slater are.
1: I just feel like having the the Smith and Cronk and Slater around them provides a level of comfort that not that not yep. that, that other that rookies in other teams don't have. may not necessarily have to draw on.
2: But what? But until it's inbuilt in them, yeah, I'd be going at the. The more inexperienced ones, yeah, all night. And non-stop. the and the other thing for them is that their inexperienced ones aren't
1: in the key key positions. Their spine and even you extend it out to, to five eighth of all one origin series is, Yeah, hundred percent. You know, so so the, the 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 core level of that side, yep, is very experienced. And yep. then you know, then you've got the accessories that lack the experience.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> there's another accessory that's not getting any experience this weekend
1: <laughs> oh, yes indeed um, where was I at Ah, Arbenso bloody proud of my Eels did great nearly beat the world's most hateable team uh, cavernous Hope I imagine Cam Cam Myth has sex like he plays footy lots of niggle and tons of cheating very forward with his passes at women Oof. well and these the one thing I am enjoying I mean it's, it's great for Melbourne Storm is that Getting these guys simbin for professional fouls. I mean, it, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to say that the fucking refs do every you know yeah. do everything for them when you're getting a guy simbin. I mean, because that's a. I'm glad the refs are doing it more.
2: Look, it, it is. It is. Something interesting. mean, you've heard the rumblings about the the new rule.
1: Oh yeah, let's talk about that. It's not a new. It's not been mooted or anything. It's just people are saying, right? It's just an idea that someone had. It was,
2: from what I have traced it back. It started on a f- one of the Fox shows. Okay. And the idea is that at some point, either from you know, probably <laughs> wouldn't do it if you the first time you do it, maybe yep. after two or one, whatever it is. Okay. Just like in basketball, you can give away a certain number of fouls, yeah. And after that, you start giving away points, or you yep. start yep. benching players. Um, is that it's, um. A penalty you conceded in the opposition's attacking twenty. See, the thing is, with a penalty, even if they take the two points, yep. then you still get to kick off, and they're working it and out. At down the there, yeah. So you take that right away that after a certain amount they kick for goal, but then they you know, tap on their thirty or yeah. line dropout or yep. something.
1: That okay. So I had heard one. the line dropout one. That's that to me. I'm just throwing that around. That to me is a much better solution because I don't think that is is it's punishing. But it's not as punishing as some of these other fucking varieties that I've heard trotted out.
2: The the other one is that if a player gives away ruck infringements, Yep. and so that's not sort of stuff like you know an accidental high or.
1: It's basically whatever. the the defensive penalties conceded to to stop teams scoring try or building momentum or yeah. ta- taking advantage of You would like then the
2: have to send a player off the field. Yeah, for the next set of six. Yep. Oh, See, that's I don't
1: mind. Yeah, that's that's just a bit too, like, all-star gamey, like, yeah. you know, like, like novelty shit. But that field goal one I hadn't heard, that's not field goal, sorry, the dropout one I hadn't heard. And actually, I don't mind that one because it's like doing the kickoff thing but not giving them, you know, you're not pinning them down on their goal line. They're not working out from, you know, yeah. taking it there. They're actually getting it, like, you know... Let's say I mean sure there's some there's some big dropouts these days at times that might go sixty but as generally speaking they're yeah. going to be like 40, 50. so that's I think that's great because I mean that that forty fifty represents an attacking set that's what do. I th- do completely like yeah. hmm. I I fucking like it I I was saw that I saw that article with, with the things like you know sending the guy off or whatever and it's just like that's nah, fucking ridiculous but um
2: well look here's the thing a ten minutes in bin can be like that can can swing a whole game. That can fucking
1: be, yeah, that can ice a whole game. It in. almost
2: got Parramatta past the storm. Yeah, you know if it was a if it was a one set of six send off, and again as long as they were clear around, is it a set number of penalties? Does yep. the referee have to say to the captain, "This is your official warning"? Any more? Yep. And you'll lose like players.
1: They, like they do, except they don't do anything about it now. Like, they don't it's say others, lose players, but they're like, you know... I
2: actually empathise with the referees here, because 10 minutes is a long time yeah, in a game of football, so... Yeah,
1: but, I mean, that's like a professional foul thing, you know, sort of situation as well, where, you know, they're fairly clearly, you know, dictated about when... Oh, no, know, they, when,
2: they yeah. do that, yeah. but this isn't for professional fouls. No, no, this is for... You're talking about, this like, you know, just yeah, slowing down them, the play penalties, yeah, yeah. Also.
1: Yeah, I just... I, I don't feel like... I, I don't feel like the game is, like, ruined by it. You know what I mean? Look, you know what... It's, it's just a tactic, and if a team's good enough at defending that they can, you know, hold the guys out after taking, you know, giving them a tap or whatever, well, they're prepared to get up to... It's just... It's a it's a tactical thing, and I don't think it ruins the game. If it was something that was game-ruining, then I think, okay, you know, you might need to look at how you... Yeah. ...how you address it to change I, it. I,
2: but, I still think before they do that, they, they need to review this stupid fucking dominant tackle thing.
1: Anything that's subjective without clearly defined criteria that can be actually like fucking like verify you know clearly verifiable measurable criteria like both feet behind the ball. yeah like some some like some clearly measurable fucking yeah. thing like things like you know like forward passes obviously they don't they never want to do anything about that things like you know like the obstruction is a perfect example mm. they're supposed to be fucking that's supposed to be black and white but believe me, they can find a dozen ways to interpret that shit.
2: Yeah. So... The, the, way, the way that got fucked up is because they added objective shit in there. Yeah. They have initiated contact. Well, how yeah. the fuck do you know? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> It's still in your opinion. In my subjective opinion, yeah. he definitely, you know... Yeah. Let's
2: just fucking get Izzy Falao in here to bunker all the games. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, Yeah, know, it, it, it is a sort of thing. You, you tell me that if that was taken out of the game... Yep. If all tackles had fuck, I don't know, a count. You yeah. Know? So the referee has to to call held. Yep. One, two, three. Yeah. And if you whatever, not this or that, I don't know, but yeah, just something in there. So it doesn't matter. Okay, great. But that's
1: all, that would that would then render like all tackles created equal, right? I yeah. mean, like if you got you know, it, what's a quick play ball? Say you say you're up and and you've played it before he counts to three. Three's just like the outside, you know. What I mean? Like it's three. three's the latest. Yeah, it's oh. not that you have
2: to wait till three yeah, to play Yeah, the ball. yeah, yeah. You know,
1: but then yeah, then then you do come back to that dominant tackle thing, like you're talking about. Like you know, what's yeah. that? What's that worth?
2: Well, what's a what's that's a, a
1: full f- three, or and everything else is less than that. No, or no, no, no,
2: but what's a bootlace? What's a textbook bootlace tackle worth? Oh yeah, because at the moment it's fucking nothing.
1: Yeah, unless it's saving the try itself, it's not. Yeah,
2: but you, you tackle someone's bootlaces, you have to let go immediately. Otherwise you're getting sin bin. Or else you're Paul Gallon. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, or you're getting penalised immediately, you know. Unless yeah. it yeah, yeah.
2: So but anyway, back to our complete matter dominance. Look, I feel I club. feel
1: it I, I I feel that once again the theme here is it's an unsolvable problem, let's fold the game. <laughs>
2: rugby league doesn't speak to you anymore.
1: Fold rugby league. No, it's it speaks to me. I fucking I love it. But I mean there's just so many problems we're coming across and if we can't solve them in one two hour period, then I just feel they're unsolvable. <laughs> And the only option is to fold. Is to fold rugby league.
2: Yeah, true, that is true.
1: I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm like I'm sad about that. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. But it's just like, you know, you got a horse right, and it breaks his leg, and that, that shit ain't gonna knit back together. I mean, there's only one thing to do.
2: You find <laughs> find a pervert on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> you have gonna milk that fucker for his precious seed. <laughs> Oh, I know man. the ad said donkey show, just
1: <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking tremendous. Uh the Panthers Panthers twenty two defeat the Mighty Sea Seagulls ten at Allianz. Uh, crowd of fifteen four oh eight. I find it hard to quantify crowds at Allianz, but I mean it felt it certainly felt louder than it did on the yeah. the night the night before. Um <sighs> The Panthers 22 came from double to Bryce Cartwright, Tyrant Peachy, uh, Cleary three of three conversions and two penalty goals. Uh, Manly tries to Dylan Walker and my favourite Lewis Brown. Uh, Matthew Wright one of two conversions.
2: I would have been I, I would have been content to bow out of the finals on Lewis, Lewis Brown, Brown tries. I
1: the- <laughs> tell you what though, my God, he fucking made it look easy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, that that's exactly the same place that Ciro busted us up. Yeah, last week. So, yeah. Um, much better this week from the. Pennies Look, I
1: think they. the key. Though, I mean, there was there was two massive keys to this for Penrith. One, season-ending injury to Waka Blake. Yes. <laughs> season-ending or at least game-ending injury to to Brown. Um, getting those two absolute fucking cabbages out of the side. <laughs> yep. Immeasurably. Improve, improve Penrith. Well, it certainly shored up um, a vast number of the deficiencies in that side. Yes, one hundred percent. So it's very, it's very fortunate. I mean, you don't wish injuries on on players, certainly not your own. But in hindsight, now I feel if Penrith ever run into any trouble in twenty eighteen,
2: you don't wish the injuries. The get, the
1: get injured.
3: When
2: you you play sometimes, <laughs> you sometimes would feel better if maybe someone else was in their position, and you are not specific about how you would like that to happen.
1: You would you would hope that the coach would demonstrate leadership and vision and make that change on the sheet. But if it has to be like a Tonya Harding thing, <laughs> then pass me a fucking wrench. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, look, it, it was it was nice to see that these Penrith guys were was sufficiently embarrassed last week.
1: To, yeah, turn up and play and play better.
2: To turn up and just, you know, re- really stand toe-to-toe with Manly and say that, no, you're not going to bully us up the middle of the park. Yep. Um, the other thing is that that control that Clittery had, you know, it Penrith had played that brand of football previous to his, his arrival where it was miracle play all the time and just yep. a million miles an hour and fucking hope for the best. Yep. You know, just, just pure athleticism and speed and, and strength and agility will get us through. Yep. Um but he he doesn't look phased when they're not scoring on every set or when they're not going for, for super super duper plays. He's got,
1: he's got yeah. a very level head. Yeah. And like I say I, I can say quite quite comfortably right now that he is he is my New South Wales halfback now. Immediately because if nothing else. He's not Mitchell Pierce. <laughs> yes. And also additionally, add- additionally to to the tremendous quality of not being Mitchell Pierce. He also can find the ground with kicks. Yep. Which Mitchell Pierce appears to be patently incapable of doing. And also, I mean, fucking who's second who's the next contender? I can't even Maloney. remember. Reynolds and fucking yeah, like yeah, like Maloney yeah. as well. I mean, like I think Maloney's pretty much probably he's probably done it, he, he's that guy fucking dead set giving up on life yeah. I mean absolute penalty merchant missed yeah. tackle merchant yeah. um, wow it's a long 12 months is a long fucking time for the Jim 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 household however back to back to Cleary why I mean honestly why the fuck not at this stage I mean you know he, he could have an absolute fucking Barney this week and, and it still wouldn't change my mind I mean, he's shown me enough. Given that he'll have another six months under his belt by the time it happens, yeah, he's never going to
2: be perfect. My, my issue is, though, with the current state of New South Wales Rugby League, and yep. it's the same thing Gus pointed out, yeah, that you don't need a kid at that stage of his development who's got very positive influences from his dad, obviously, yeah. from the club, yeah, um, from the teammates, all of a sudden to be having fucking Dougs and Fur going, nah, fucking mate, she's all right, come on, we're going to have some beers. Yeah, but it's the thing, I don't think I don't think they're going to be there, they're not. But until I'm assured that they're not yeah I don't want him
1: you know what? I don't mind I don't mind the idea of New South Wales going you know what fuck it we might lose this year like instead of you know giving people hope yeah to say fuck it we won't lose this year but you know what and just we are gonna fucking pull the trigger on this and we're gonna ride theory, this we're gonna ride this the turn off we're throwing fucking ladder we yeah. want clear in there we want both turbos in there we want all, whoever the young fucking coordinator can still be the captain that's fine you yeah. know, we want all these fucking dudes in there, yep that are young as fuck and ready to go just and, cl- hungry. and hungry as fuck and this team is going to be you know this is our team unless they're absolutely fucking disgraceful and they turn yeah. to be turned to be shithouse yeah. these, these are our guys or this is our five year plan for New South Wales I, mean, I hate to say five year plan because it 's a pretty negative thing but um historically, but something like that. I'm I'm so down I'm so down with that because let's face it if you go and yeah you can trot out the old guys yeah. and have an unenjoyable losing series just
2: as easily but um yeah in in terms of and I want to use Sportsmate here okay one of the most fantastic things about Sportsmate are their live stats yep uh and and I had a I'm fucking, watching
1: the apps I'm watching on the app. so I'm not fucking looking at the live stats I have to say
2: I had a fucking stat <laughs> The size of the fucking Empire Stat Building. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Dylan Walker. Or uh, Dylan Talker. Is he, uh, I love I'll, 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 you know I'll, know. I'll ride with that. You, you can actually go into his stats for the game. Um, and he scored one try. He actually
1: had, two, but you know, yeah.
2: no. Well, so he was awarded one try. Yeah, he was awarded one try. Had one offload. He made twelve of twenty-one tackles. So,
1: his that's pers- that's that's quite that's quite strange because we didn't really affect anything, any of his
2: tackles. Well, that's bizarre. You know, his his personal vendetta against nice guy, truth merchant. And game I dare, so,
1: I, I dare say, a fucking Littlefinger, as I think
2: he should be called from now on. Um, just, you know. I hope Dylan, Dylan's walking around now, holding his pocket. Because that's where he is.
1: At the end of the day, he he, he scored two tries to one. I mean, certainly, certainly Peachy, un, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I mean, he got the last laugh. Yes. But the last laugh is not the same as, you know. The better of and, you know, things like that. But um, I'm sure he'll take the, you know, he'll, he'll take the Oh, last no, life. he
2: got the better of. He definitely got the better I of. I mean,
1: yeah. He actually, like, I mean, if the, you know, if the other legitimate try had been awarded, that would have been three tries that Peachy conceded in the game.
2: Now, on that note, I actually was very, very concerned. Because um, at least Dylan Walker was doing something. Tyrone Peachy made five of eight tackles. I was going to say five tackles total is. What, what I can't I mean, believe that he only. That
1: I can't believe that only he was only called upon eight times. Who was fucking out there doing his work? Because I mean, I mean, Uate didn't really um, get to see much ball, but I mean Walker certainly did, no, and yeah. Sirenin certainly did. So I mean, who's fucking doing oh, well, his Siren, work out there? Syron went off. Yeah, that's true.
2: Um, and and that was my. That's
1: concern. amazing though to be called on to tackle eight times.
2: Yeah. I'm only just looking at that stat now, and I saw it, and I was like, yeah. fucking what?" So. Uh, Get in there and compare your your players. But th- that has the potential to have... Some, and next year, you know, when, when the games maybe don't mean as much as a... Yeah. A, a knockout final for Manly Penrith games.
1: It's good that there's actually finally something just, fucking there.
2: Well, just for those two, for one of them to just have an absolute mistake fest. <laughs> and, and the other
1: one's just fucking like a little chihuahua in the ear. The because they time. both
2: have a brain snap in them. Oh, yeah. And, um...
1: <laughs> just plenty to look forward to I gotta say I fucking I i love this new side of Dylan Walker though like cause I I don't I mean I don't know if I've just been not paying attention or whatever but I just I don't feel like that, he, that he, he's been doing the chat thing for his entire career I feel like it's only this year what there was the Canberra one yeah but they kind of kicked that off they kicked yeah, off the chat on did. him and then he started chatting back and then the next time we played him, he was fucking on. Yeah. You know? And so I, I just I just wonder I, I, I just wonder if that's uh if it's just the, this recent maybe it's camera that awakened it a little bit. He, he
2: is it. he is the personification of fucking Jack Debellon's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking Dylan <laughs> Don't fucking run your mouth <laughs> Until you've been there, done
1: that. Well, I mean, you know.
2: I'm not talking about heroin.
1: He's, uh, he's, done, he's 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 not only chased the dragon, but he's caught the cup. <laughs> he's caught the dragon. He's like <laughs> he's Carl Drago on that shit. Then, <laughs> then, <laughs> Premiership <laughs> represented. Yeah, he's he, he has he has actually come. To be fair, he has
2: Premiership here, with
1: rabbits. I know.
2: That's what so, I'm
1: so he has been there and done that. I mean, you know, so, so it's not like he's. he's uh, sent, yeah, no, to,
2: I'm saying in this context with Manly. Oh, okay. You know, just. You know, you're setting yourself up for fail, failure. It's that late, I can't fucking talk. I gonna get
1: on with it. What This is regular fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, yeah, at the end of the day, like, Panthers played better, Manly played worse. I mean, still, you know.
2: So we're 2 1 we're on you this year.
1: Yeah, and isn't it isn't it funny though that the two times and actually it's probably the only two times you beat a team in the top eight, that heavily contentious refereeing has been the crux of it. I wonder I wonder if that's if if it's Suncorp with Broncos mm-hmm. they're not known for getting hammered in their penalty counts. They're
2: not.
1: So the penalty
2: um, count in this game was actually eight seven in your favour.
1: Yeah, I don't mean penalty counts. I'm talking about like refereeing. Like the first one was a penalty count, the Paranara, and this one was contentious decisions. I'm just saying, there's always been an aura.
2: Yeah, but see, they around those they games contentious, though. Oh, they're very this contentious. This is what I was the point I was making earlier in the show. Manly fans think they're contentious.
1: Oh, uh, excuse me, sir. So
2: normal, so, uh, normal people think they're.
1: I the the media the media, I believe part point three on my problem of rest vaulting scale, three of five fake news. <laughs> So Penrith, so, so so Penrith are basically making making rugby league great again, and uh, you you want to build a wall and a sad, the failing the failing Penrith Panthers organisation.
2: Oh, uh, you know, our leaders look eerily similar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but,
2: uh, I hear Gus had some dodgy Korean, and now he's imposed sanctions. <laughs>
1: um i'll talk about something i'll talk about that later in the previews okay cool all right so we go to the tweets fat hairy lazy i'd almost feel bad for the shit ducks but dylan walker can jam a stiletto right up his dick eye he probably can look i mean let's it's either in the pursuit of or the fucking
2: opium on it he'll stick it anywhere
1: either under the influence of or in the in the process of the acquisition
2: of Things can happen. I've never wanted to be a drug dealer so much in my life. Can you make people do it do they want that stuff that bad?
1: Oh no, I'm just thinking of like you know, like your yeah, menace society and that, you know, like I got cheeseburger
2: Train spotting would have been a completely different movie if I directed it.
1: <laughs> you and McGregor's both sticking lightsabers up his <laughs> oh, nice. Spud's actually jamming potatoes. <laughs>
2: No. no, no, no. No, you got to think of it. I just want you to put the seeds in for a week and then water them.
1: <laughs> That's too much responsibility for a junkie, though. That's the thing. I mean, you rely on them to actually do it.
2: Yeah, but then I, remember would have, to do it. I would have CGI'd it. Yeah. So Aaron Woods grew out of his dick. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Next game. Oh, hang on a second. We've got, so we got oh, two, two tweets. tweets, almost
1: identical tweets, from... A, uh, someone by name is Mitchell another, another Mitchell another Mitchell the first account is Mitchell 88873018 okay second one's from Mitch Jando the one with the numbers came second and Jando one came first the, the text is the same first time Twitter user but up the mighty pants 2210 fuck the water bill Suncorp here I come hashtag 10 out of 10 grand final winner confirmed
2: it's fucking fantastic
1: we'll see you at Hotel L.A. Before the game from 6 p.m. on Friday, Mitchell, um, Mitch Jando.
2: Unless you're cut d- off. D- what's before, the deal? And you haven't showered. In yeah, which case, yeah.
1: Well, you know, you're up here, so shower your fucking hotel, or you know the, you know, find the fucking faucet out you know the fire fireman's fucking thing and crank that wherever you're I don't know where you're staying. <laughs> Six on <laughs> <five> fire. <rounds. laughs> but um, I, what happened to you? Mitch Jando is a great Twitter account. What? Why did you? open it this is not two accounts renamed this is sorry one account renamed because that would just reflect through the passwords. this is two separate
2: accounts i've had a couple of people say recently that um they've encouraged people to get on twitter yep and twitter is now this uber protective thing where if it doesn't like what you say or who you talk to or who you follow in Mm -hmm. the first little while locks your account and then you have to give it your phone number and this, 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 this,
1: this. I'm disgusted that someone who wants to come and talk rugby league with us because they listen to the show, how that would somehow target them for deletion or fucking suspension.
2: No, I, I think it's something to do with, you know, bots. So if you get on yeah. and just go follow, 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 follow. I don't know. I mean,
1: look, okay, fine. I see your point about bots, but I mean, if you're calling your account Mitchell 88873018, I don't think you, you're doing the, you're not you're not living your best life in terms of Saying, "Hey, I'm not a computer." There's not a a lot of missiles out there. <laughs> yeah. <nice. laughs> yeah, I mean, there is, but I mean, yeah. Twitter knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Highway, uh, shout out to the bloke in Penrith gear who's a this week in league fan and was pointing out our loco to his missus. Identify yourself, please, sir. You know who you are. I don't yeah. know who it is. I mean, I want to hear who that is. Uh, cavernous hope. Imagine if New South Wales had Nathan Cleary instead of Pearce. The kid has so much composure and so much skill. Word. Is that a fucking serious and, football comment? I know. Oh, I know. I know. That's why. That's why it's there. Wow. It's a unicorn. Enjoy it. Uh, underscore Cleary's Bitch. Underscore. <laughs> Would you look at that? Bryce Cartwright, at Bryce Cartwright, doing what he does best, killing it. <laughs> He's gone hashtag Bryce Bryce Baby Too Cold. <laughs> I'm sure you're blocked now Oh it's um. fantastic Well done <laughs> The uh, Cowboys 15 Defeated the Sharkies 14 in extra time Allianz Crowded 16 one The uh, Cowboys 15 Came from tries To Felt And Tamalolo uh, Low One of two conversions And a couple of penalty goals Michael Morgan With the critical field goal The Sharks They had tries To Townsend And Bird Maloney Two of two conversions And a penalty goal Now look With all the rest Folding and everything People say You know, you know Sharks should have Played better this time, no. The Sharks played exactly well enough to win this game. Yes. On two separate, or not two separate games, once to win the game. They got themselves into what you would call a drive for a field goal towards the end of regulation time with about like a minute left. Maloney pretty much set to go. Yep. I'm sure Townsend was there as the backup, should he be. Instead, Gallon decides to try and plough through and score, you know, adjacent to the to post on the left hand of the uprights. Um, you know, loses the ball and uh, you know, the rest is history the game goes to to, to full time. That was that was then that was the fifteen fourteen moment for the Sharks to win. And so, and you know, Maloney can kick a fucking field goal.
2: Yep.
1: So, you know, there's you say a lot about it, I mean, but he can kick a fucking field goal. Yeah. Without relying on some, you know, penalty to, you know, to Gallon and blah blah blah. Fast forward to the end of extra time, the Cowboys Ooh. have taken a fifteen fourteen lead. Once again, even more obviously so, the Sharks are in the drive for a field goal. They get to about 30 metres out, and I think it's tackle three. They pass the ball to Fafita. The ball goes from the hooker to the right, one off to to Fafita. His job at this time, as he did a fucking beast mode shit in his game, Mm. is just to plough forward, carry as many of them with him, you know, and make like another 10, you know, 10, 12 metres would be fantastic. Yep. Get up, play the ball so they can sling it one left to Maloney, and he can pot it over, and we go into yeah. Golden Point. What's fucking for to do? They rush up on him, and he decides all of a sudden he's fucking I don't know Michael Hancock something, crabbing. and starts crabbing, yeah. crabbing from left to right. At the end of that, realizes he he could have still fucking taken this time. He could have taken the tackle then, and they still had they still could have slung it back on the next play for a desperate attempt to you yeah. know pot it. But no, he tries to throw a little fucking offload or something and it goes to ground, cowboys fall on it, game over. Um,
2: hmm. yeah. Cow- cowboys are busted and and were were kissed on the, the proverbial a couple of times.
1: I tell you what they they were bitten on the proverbial a couple of times too, because Yeah. I mean, like when when the the whole restful story needs to be told, I mean, that first try of the sharks, I mean the fuck was that shit? And then the second one came off of the blatantly not dubious, a blatantly incorrect penalty. One hundred percent. You know, but
2: you know what? You, you read a story in the paper that says a fucking person was murdered. Yeah, it's a sad story. Yeah, a murder suicide isn't a happier story. <laughs> it, it's still fucked. <laughs> but the, the the sharks, I I think, reek of. Like, I don't understand white privilege. But the reek of entitlement. Yeah. And it's all these little things you hear, like do you remember when Maloney was offered Melbourne again? Yep. And the, the word was that he said, uh, no thanks, you can't strain too hard. <laughs> Pretty much Bellamy contact, you know, to, to get him down. Bell what is it Bellamy and Cronk or and Smith Smith, I think. Before?
1: Smith and Bellamy.
2: Yeah. As I understand it. And and you know, this this may be fucking urban legend or a gross exaggeration, but the I believe
1: the source of the story. Yeah. And so do you. Let's not fucking let's not downplay yeah. the story. This is this
2: story's solid. You know, no thanks you cunts train too hard. Well see, that that's why cunts train hard. Yeah. So that when you are in the end of extra time in Extreme a knockout out. Physical semi, and
1: mental duress.
2: Well it's that everyone in the team knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. And that stops for feet of fucking crabbing up there. you know, gallon just going for ten more because you know when it's enough. You yeah, know yeah, when
1: but you're this, close enough. The, the thing is, I don't for one second believe that Gallon in the in the in regulation time and feed it in extra time. I don't believe for one second they didn't know what was what had to be done. They are fucking brainless. <laughs> they yeah. went off the reservation no, and, and despite what knowing what they did, they despite know despite knowing what to do, <clears throat> they chose to, to play Hero Ball. To what end? I mean, like Gallon's end, I understand. I mean, you know, match-winning try beside the post—you're only ten meters out. I, yeah. I get that. But for feeder what the fuck was he trying to achieve when you're setting up a field goal? There's really, there's really two fucking criteria: hold the ball and keep it in the fucking centre third.
2: Yep, that's it. So preferably f- on on the side of their their preferred yeah. foot. What what, but,
1: what in the actual fuck yeah. are you doing? Crabbing directly sideways. And, like, then you're going to try and turn a guy. I mean, like, obviously, the out, that offload, that's, what, yeah, that's, that's again, the moment he realises the, the error of his
2: way. See, this is the thing, though. You, you, this is team level, right? So if you have an entire team that knows what to do, okay, this set, and, you know, you watch Melbourne and, yeah, Brisbane do this, yep. a similar sort of thing. You can see them setting up. and Well, fuck it. Even, even Manly, like, that Warriors game where they had to get two field goals. Well, they will know that, okay, we're going to set up. Yep. And the criteria for field goal is either fourth tackle or... Maloney's preferred, dis-
1: he, his preferred outside range is 30 metres. Yep. He likes to kick it with like his right foot or whatever. Yep. So we need to you'll work you guys up to the left-hand side so we can chuck it back to him and he's on the right upright or but yeah, see, that's whatever. The,
2: thing, that the rest of the team, all they know yep. is, the criteria is yep. 40 metre, 30 metre line. Or tackle four.
1: Yep. Try and keep. Try and keep it. Should uh, I keep it on and or around the left hand upright?
2: Fucking dummy half. yeah All your job is is once either of those are met. Yep. Is you feed the ball. Yep. That's quickly. It. And everyone else, fuck off. And so everyone you do block get, everybody. Get, yeah, true. <laughs> block runners. That is. <laughs> <laughs> block defenders.
1: Um. Um. Yeah. Look. You know what? I think. I think the team. The way they rolled up the field in that set. The team knew exactly what to do. But I just think these are the things that make you fucking rip stitches out of someone. These are the thing. The, there are people that fucking... Yeah. That there are people that support fucking, um, you know, punch king punch hit killers. fucking killers. In just, yep. You know, the shit that those people do, which goes outside of the team structure, and it's just brainless fucking morons. I feel it that, that Gallon's probably not as brainless as much as he's, you know, he has that feeling of Cronulla godhood, you know, hero of Cronulla, saving, you know, that. You know. But Fafita is he's just—he's just a dumb fucking footballer. Yeah. He's uh, he's got a he's got a big frame and he can trundle over cunts yeah. with the best of them when he's switched on, but the problem is, he's he's just dumb. Yeah. And it it find dumb finds a way of seeping out
2: uh, I think the other thing that became apparent in this game you know North Queensland if if you say that they lacked anything this year or, or you know for the last little while it's some real strike out wide yep they've never been a team that are uh, you know breakaway tries and blitzing yep. speed which is why I was so excited when, when Little Pongy came through yep um and shout out to shout out to to uh Little Ponga who uh who had a very
1: highly fancied fucking under twenty side of which he's a star player and they got bundled out by Manly on the weekend. So, uh, shout out to you, son. Ah, oh,
3: fuck you off oh, that level.
1: Fuck your twenties to Bali. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, I'm all in. Okay. It's my preferred fucking method. Of, it's, it's my preferred level of the code. The excitement.
2: That's your methadone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I'm chasing that under twenties dragon. <laughs> I'm basically like a, a Penrith fan
2: for the last fucking heavy years. <laughs> I-S-P. That's for me. Um Yeah. But the the fuck the sharks are missing some strike out there as well. You know, and, and yeah, I know yeah. that Holmes is a, a representative back and you know,
1: birds He's not up to that. He he can't do the he He's can't sweep Barbara. around like Barber can, yeah. you know, like he just can't he he is not that guy. Um yeah, Bird, uh, not, not fantastic. Obviously, like, wow. I mean, like, you know, Barber was, was a loss on paper at the time. And you think, wow, yeah. you know. Well, but, you know, they had these plays, and like, well, you know, they can cover that. And same for Ennis. He's, Ennis is a loss, he's, but he's, yep. he was, yeah you know, in the last year of his career. Fuck me, those two guys. Yeah. They're they still in the competition if those two guys are there.
2: And, I look, I, I guess when you think about it, here we are talking about the Storm saying... That their spine yeah, are yeah. experienced in quality yeah, and quality yeah. and this 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 is this, yeah. Pull pull two of them out of another team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. But the
1: Cowboys that 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 Rourke's drift shit I was talking about last week, where they just like the <laughs> effort, man. The fucking just the effort and the desire to fucking. I hate using all those terms like that, but the will to win is so great in them.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think you were using a lot of words. And they could just be summed up in one word,
1: which is what Tomalola. Look,
2: because he, let, let's not fuck around here.
1: He's fucking game. What was his final figure? Because his second half
2: eight million fucking eight million meters off
1: fucking yeah. Oh, just the, his second half was for a finals game. Yep, for, for a fucking regular NRL game. And uh, then you elevate it and say it's a finals game
2: and against a. A fairly dominant pack in Cronulla, yeah. Like they're not
1: small or not at all. They're not. They're not like ripe to be run over no. at all. I mean,
2: you took it. Look, look at the guys that they got. And, man. and look, I've, I've been critical of him at in patches, saying two hundred and fifty nine meters off twenty two runs. That's almost fucking Mansour numbers.
1: Yeah, except he's not getting that fucking. He's not getting that free hit for twenty every time he catches a ball that you know, gets get sent downfield. Oh, I in mean, Tamalolo, he's got to fucking do it. From he's got to do it from the ten meters oh, every time. Every
2: time he catches a drop out, there's fucking thirty bonus. Yeah, ones I go. Like, fair enough to drop out. And he doesn't have a fucking luscious beard.
1: I tell you what, fucking <laughs> fucking loves himself, doesn't he? Oh, that's
2: fucking great. I, I
1: don't know if I've ever seen a player love himself as much. <laughs> he he is. I tell you, Josh Mantor He fuck. He loves. He loves a bit of Josh Mantor yeah. Oh, a lot. He like the whole fucking
2: thing. He is the fucking divinals Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, he's mansore because he just cannot keep his hands off himself <laughs> like you were talking about earlier what was the fourth time in the Bloodstones to- <laughs> Cup
2: that's what I'm saying I don't think boxes <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah look I've, I've been critical of, of Tom Alolo. At, at that period just you know what, why do you keep running up the guts trying to trying to bash people yeah, when, when you could be running at the, you know, um, Moses's, Brooks's yep. of the yep. world. But fuck, he took it to those guys that evening. Um, I think this game took a little bit too much out of them, though.
1: Teams cannot sustain the, you know, long and intense games like that. They can't do it every week. To a grand... F- at some stage, they, they get picked off.
2: Well, especially when your bread and butter is that bash, grind, toiling
1: yep. style yep. Of football. So. Yeah, but um, you know what? In Tamalola, they trust. Like like 10
2: years at least.
1: And I'll tell you, like, you know, injuries, you know, potential future injuries aside, they fucking got a bargain. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, they got an absolute bargain on that million dollars they're fucking paying him a year. Un-fucking-believable effort, and uh, a great win for the Cows, and uh, look, you know, they you know, only just got in there, I mean, it took a lot of things to get in there, but you know, you've proven, yeah, they, they've, they've, their season is instantly success now, it doesn't matter what happens this week. They made it, mm. and they, they won one to, to, you know, to make the fact that they Bradbred their way in, you know, worthwhile, and, uh, and, and knocking off the Sharks as well, like you're saying, with that entitlement of the Sharks.
2: How pissed are the Dragons
1: <sighs> right now? How would it have panned out? They would have been playing us, I think.
2: They would have played you, and then you would have played. We would have played Cronulla.
1: Cronulla. In the six v seven.
2: Or Cronulla would have played the Dragons, and we still would have played you.
1: No, no, I think it's. I think. I think if um if the Dragons came in.
2: Oh no! Yeah. It's six,
1: they would have been two points behind, so they would have been. Yeah, they, the Dragons would have been in um. Sixth. In, no, because they were two points behind on the actual ladder. They weren't even points. They were. They were only going to get up to thirty, not thirty-two. We were thirty-two, so they would have only. They finished on twenty-eight, so they we would have been thirty-two. They would have been. Oh, so who would who would we? No, find? No, no,
2: no. They no? finished on twenty-eight, so they would have had thirty. Manly finished on thirty-two. We would have had thirty-two no matter what, though. Yeah, so it would have put us into eighth. Okay, because they had better for and against. So you would have played Cronulla,
1: oh, and a bunny team. So really, the Dragons fucked it for everybody. Yeah, Just useless fucking Red V having <laughs> <laughs> cunt.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: they fucking ruiners, ruiners of lives. Um, but yeah, I, was, I, was, I think I was talking about entitled Cronulla and um, and their fan base as well. It's funny when you when you win your first premiership ever after fucking fifty years. Yeah. I don't think the default mode to enter into is we're the kings, you're the peasants. We can't be stopped. Yeah, we are, we are we run the universe. No, I don't think that's the, the default position. Is think fuck that's that's finished. Hopefully, you have a competitive side going forward, so we can try and you know get there again next year.
2: And uh, put it this way, sharks.
1: Yeah,
2: I as a white man am not running into an NBA team's locker room and pulling my pants down
1: <laughs> oh, how dare you perpetuate
2: you know because I, I might be the hurtful only stereotypes I, I might be the only one with it hanging out for a little while but eventually I'll get a cruel reminder
1: <laughs> and uh yeah this is uh Cronulla Sharks this is your small white penis moment <laughs> Okay, who have we got here? J underscore sin 1179. Someone should have told Gal that supercoach was finished. He thought he could just get one last hit up stat for the game before a field goal.
3: <laughs>
1: Boyle 86 Matt. Big gallon for Feeder with that soft Sunday. Cowboys use them as inserts for their fleshlights.
3: <laughs>
1: I replied to him and said that tweet requires a lot of, you know, like prior knowledge and stuff things like that you know Sea uh, Eagle Spur I still think we have the Sharks covered for being fucked out of a finals game so even in this scenario we beat them hashtag <laughs> Alpha Eagles DeLorean Grey is there is there ever a more poor Gallon play than him trying to go on his own for the try fucking it up and costing his side the win no sir there is not Can uh, you just
2: imagine the only person in Australia like everyone is just going oh no and Robbie is up out of his seat going I oh, love that play <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a bit. You boss them. That's you do is a boss shit. <laughs> Devonhead, if you want to blame someone for that lost Cronulla, blame Canterbury for winning a meaningless game last week. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Once again, for another week. The career lives on, sort of, but we'll get into still that. Alive. You're still alive. I mean, you're still, you're still alive, but, uh, but yep. um, perhaps the cheerleading career has potentially come to an end, though. Yep. We welcome back mm. the wonderful Nat Sinclair again, the victorious Nat Sinclair, um, mm-hmm. currently suffering from a mystery illness. Yeah. No, mystery
5: illness. It's I'm, very strange. I'm, n- I'm not a
1: doctor, but I think it may be overindulgence in ill-gotten victories.
5: No, no, nothing <laughs> ill-gotten about that glorious
1: victory. <laughs> Congratu- congratulations, um, the listeners! The Thank listeners you. are we dying to hear me gronk off about it. Um, but I'm not even. It's, oh, I'm not even going to. It. It's lucky we're on Wednesday. We're going to try and start recording on Tuesdays, just because it's less days mm-hmm. to go through and it's easier and everything like that. And we may do that next week. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm this, you know, as of Wednesday this week, I'm, I'm completely. I'm over it. And uh, mm-hmm. the NFL season started at you know three a.m. on Monday. So you're
5: going to just yeah. And my team
1: won. Think about my team won first. You know, boom. Change my display picture. We've What's, switched what over. What from is Man- rugby
5: league? Exactly. We've switched. <laughs> you don't need it. So yeah,
1: farewell, Manly Seagulls, and uh, hello, Atlanta Falcons. And uh, <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> we're good to go. Um, well,
5: hopefully, I don't disappoint you to the extent that Manly did.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if you follow the NFL, but if you uh if you, if you did no. if you did you would understand that that is uh, they've disappointed me more than Manly ever could.
5: More wow! I oh followed God, them I for spooky. like thirty
1: years ish. I think this might mm-hmm. this might be my thirtieth year or thirty first year of following the team. Um, they yep. made a Super Bowl in the late nineties, which. Um, and the night before the super bowl or one of the players got caught with a prostitute and that kind of derailed that oh. and they lost um, and then they were in the super bowl last year against the the best team of the last you know 15 yeah. years and were leading 28 to 3 and
5: they bottled it i
1: remember that mm, very clearly yes so, so uh, yeah oh, they've got fucking plenty of scope for disappointment in them don't worry about that oh dear. Um, and uh, and believe me there was no there was no controversial no try sent sent downstairs in the super bowl it was oh, just they didn't like they man. they did it they did it
3: themselves <laughs>
1: Now the first question I have, and we've spoken about this off air, but we need to speak about it on air. Mm-hmm. Friday night, Panthers take on the Broncos in the second semi final. They call it the second semi final, but it's you know the first one chronologically. Yeah. At Suncorp Stadium slash Lang Park, mm-hmm. doesn't matter about the home field because cheerleaders uh, from both sides are allowed to be present. Jay and I are going to the game. M- many, many Twill Nation members are going to the game, and the burning question is. Will Nat, hashtag Ask Nat, will the Pantherettes be at Suncorp Stadium on Friday night?
5: We would literally give our first-born children each to be at that game, but we won't be, no. But, I
1: was, I was, I was, I was going to make a Bryce Cartwright joke there.
5: Oh, God, no, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. That was a bad line for me to have said. <laughs>
1: I'm oh, sorry, that just hit me then. Oh, all right. Oh, God. So, <laughs> so, you, would give, so, so you would give anything? Anything. Anything at all <laughs> to be at this game anything. cheering?
5: Yeah.
1: Prolonging your cheerleading Any- career uh, yet one more week?
5: Yeah, and we're not. Sorry.
1: Now, let's talk about why, because we both have strong feelings on this, and our feelings are both the same. So let's go. Yes. Why aren't um, you going yeah, to be oh. there? Disappointing Pardon? the thousands, the millions. Yeah. Of Twill Nation but listeners who came in like, the
5: game, I, I don't know if we were going to go anyway because I know Brisbane goals didn't come down for um, for this one um, for their, how, their last How does one that decision? Bristol's?
1: How does that decision work though? Is it because that the Brisbane whoever runs the Brisbane cheerleaders um, financially they didn't want to go to the expense or
5: no? Like because well, I think the goals, maybe um, and then I think look when you got when you're Brisbane and your teams in finals every single year. Um, and you're going to have a home final in there somewhere. Yeah. You're not going to be as desperate to get down to a final as say, I don't know, we. That's so harsh <laughs> though,
1: because I mean, what, <laughs> what about the, the, the Sinclair of the, of the Broncos? I mean, I'm sure there's no one intelligent like that there, but I mean, there could be some retiring ones and it's like their last, <laughs> yeah, who knows? their it's last fun. ride I of think the donkey. they've
5: been in final after final, like this is nothing new for them. And yeah, I, I feel like we've been at three, three of the past four years, but it's still novelty. Yep. Um, and, um, so I don't know, um, yeah, they, they didn't go. I know the Paragirls didn't go down to Melbourne. Um, I think it's, it, for example, next week if we... Win, and that's a massive if, and we go to Melbourne. That's still Melbourne, though. Um, you do, you... I feel like we would be able to go down there because it's really important. Not that this is not important, but I think when it gets to like qualifying finals kind of stuff, like you can't stop us from going then. Yeah, and obviously, um, grand so final day is, is
1: obviously a no brainer because it's in Sydney and
5: yeah, we're, we're there, yeah. both goes there, yep. all like easily yep. for the grand final. But I know, for example, this week as well, um, Cowboys first Sharks, they actually had dancers in this cowboys uniforms they weren't the cowboys girls
1: oh okay so who were they were they just um like strippers that they hired
5: not strippers um (laughs) they were um they were just dancers so some of them had were actually two for different
1: schools no exotic Uh, exotic dancers i should have said
5: no, not exotic dancers. Um, there was a few dragons cheerleaders. Oh, okay, because um, there's lots of there's, there are um, girls
1: who who move between squads too, don't? Yeah, and like play them. Yeah, because
5: for a lot of girls, it's a dancing job. Yeah. So, so look, I said like if I, if they had taken up our uniforms and given it to somebody else, I would have actually flown up there by myself and started a riot. So we're lucky that that, that hasn't Great happened. That's Um, but yeah, so look, the, it's an NRL thing, and we're all invited per se. <laughs> okay. But I just don't think we just we didn't we're just not going. Yep. Now, now we, we, we would have
1: loved to, but we're just not going. And so, so okay, that's all very nice and everything, but is there any? I mean, mm-hmm. well, look, I know the answer to this. So I'm, as long I'm leading the question here, mm. would there be anything possibly to do with the comments of a certain degenerate who, who believe Ugh. me, I, I dislike more than you do, uh, Scott yeah. Pen, uh, chairman, or but but more importantly, owner of the Manly mm-hmm. Sea Eagles and uh, his comment in his in, in his uh, newspaper uh, his rant that became a newspaper article and then there was a line there about you know they shouldn't have had their cheerleaders there and then that then mm-hmm. got cherry picked out by like you, you mentioned Vossi and that's where I saw it first Vossi said something yep. about it and that went a lot of retweets and blah 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 it just blah. went
3: crazy and, um, yeah.
1: and then became a story like it ripped out of that and became a story of its own under right. its own steam yeah um, yep. was that a factor at all?
5: look um. Probably not because we had – it wasn't like we had been told before that came out, yeah, you're going, and then and then, you retract, then it yeah. not happened. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think anyone thought we were going to win, so it wasn't spoken about before um, Saturday at all. Yep. Uh, and then it was just – yeah, it was, just, it was a no, but before it, it, the story and after the story, I don't know if they would have been easier to sway if that story hadn't come out. But at the end of the day, I think you just want to leave it alone now. Yeah, sure. um, after we, you know, unfortunately, that sort of stuff overshadowed our win. Yep. Um, and I think that you, like, I understand where you just want to leave that alone now and just not let's not, you know, stir the pot and just leave it for this week. And hopefully, um, next week, if if we do win, we can start a campaign to go down to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'll I'll start a Twitter campaign. Like, we'll get it going. Yeah,
3: yep, yep. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, okay. So now questions this week from uh, Ma underscore Aaron. Do they have an old girl's day at Penrith where you can drink JD oh, and Cokes it. with Leanne from Pantherette 79? <laughs>
5: they should have one. Come on. <laughs> I'll be there till I'm 80, literally. I'll be there on my deathbed yep. like, <laughs> every week coming back.
1: So, well, yeah, they, they should, they should, but I'm not sure they do, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm not sure they no, would. No,
5: not, not, at, not at yet.
1: I mean, yeah. it, it, it'd be pretty good, though. The only thing is, I don't think, and like my, obviously my, my frame of reference is very narrow, But I just don't feel like cheerleaders have had been personalities until the Pantherettes. And then obviously, and in in relation, I mean, as a group, but then in relation to this show, obviously, you know, yourself and Danny, I mean, like the the listeners know, you know, they know who you guys are. And then, and you guys have individually got out on Twitter and interact with people as well. And I mean, you're not the only ones that do, but you're certainly by Mm -hmm. far the most you know, visible prominent. or whatever, they actually have, like, yep. you know, um, profiles within the, the you know, league-watching yep. community and stuff. So... Um,
5: but do you know what? Like, I actually... There are so many girls, not just me and Danny, like, so many girls that the fan, our fans know exactly what their names are, yep. what they do. There's so much interaction, and that made me... Like, I have to say, Saturday night was probably... It was easily the best game I've ever cheered. It was such a fun night for me because um, there was just so much interaction, and for me to just stand there and like look back on it and just look at it all and just think, "Wow, like we've actually made something from this." Um, you weren't, we weren't just you know bobbleheads, just go there and yeah, dance and, yeah. and go inside. We actually like we know these, we know the fans' names. We get involved with them, and it makes it so much more special when something like this happens. Um, you know, like like the win was so much more exciting because we, we we know these people, and that's a good thing to do. And I don't think we ha- there's that sort of thing within other squads. I could be wrong, but I don't think there is so I'm, I'm really proud of that and i'm proud to um hopefully they keep that going when i'm not there
1: and so yeah and also of course you know thank you thanks to the plethora of pre-2016 <laughs> the catsuits um but if that if that's <laughs> yep. it, if this is if that is to, if that was you know you look back i mean because this is the thing with finals it's all like oh maybe if what if blah 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 yep. but i mean if you if if that turns out to be the last game oh, then I mean, pretty it's good so pretty okay. good way to sort of uh you know
3: draw a line
5: that's what yeah, exactly. I said that straight after the game. I said, if that's it, I that, that could not have gone out on a better note than that. Yep. Um, could literally not have gone out on a better note. So if that, so, so be it. If that's it, that's it.
1: Okay. Ne- great. Next question from so, Cabinet's Hope. Do the players yeah. ever acknowledge the work you girls do to bring the crowd into the, into the game for them?
5: Do you know they're great. They're really good. Um, a few of them were saying, like, thank you to us after the game um on, on the weekend and stuff like that. And then um one of them messaged me after the game and asked if we were going to Brisbane and I said, um we weren't we, we didn't didn't know yet and they said or oh, just know you guys are appreciated. Like they're actually really good at Penrith. Um so we do get a bit of acknowledgement from them. Um so yeah it's pretty good.
1: Excellent. Okay, so yeah. um <laughs> Okay this is a leading question. I'm not sure what the answer what his answer what he wants the answer to be, but here we go. Yeah. Um from I underscore am underscore A underscore warrior. Um who is your most hated rival in all of the NRL? Who plays for the light blue Gronks and is a drug cheat and all round C? <laughs> so
5: this has to be a shark, doesn't it? And
1: so I, I think I, I look honestly. I think that uh, I think he wants you to just say Paul Gallen, but
5: <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't uh, know. I don't know. Like, he's in he like I don't know. I, I don't really lose sleep over Paul Gallen. Um.
1: Do you guys have any vicious feuds with, with other, other cheer squads?
5: No, we Excluding the no, one you don't. That you just, that's just begun. Now, mainly now. Yeah, now uh, manly. I, mean, I mean, now it's, it's on. Because, yeah. That's, a, that's um, the worst no. thing now.
1: It's on and you to, and you leave before it gets fun. And, you it's, know, you, or, it's a bit awkward, and to, actually. And you get to have, have quite, knife fights and stuff at games. And,
5: it was quite nice, the game. Everyone was getting along nicely. And then it's just like, oh, that's a bit awkward. No, you were saying they've like, been pictures like, beforehand,
1: like, though, too, and a bit smart. <laughs> no, it's
5: like not me. Not really, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. What I told oh, you. Sorry, I just but, um, okay, sorry, So
1: I, I threw you under the bus. <laughs> Actually, no. She said they were fantastic and they love and they were hugging each other and
5: everyone and loves everyone. Doing, doing plaits um, in each other's
1: hair and stuff. It was great. No, there
5: isn't. But we don't we don't like Dylan Walker. <laughs> Let me tell
1: you. What a beautiful man. <laughs> about
5: That's about it.
1: We don't like him. The, ba- <laughs> the baby-faced assassin. <laughs>
5: Do not like him.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, Super Grover Four. He said, uh, "Who, if you if you come along on, on Grand Final day, uh, you, you'll meet him." Um, oh. Yeah. He's, uh, he'll be wearing. A, he, last year he was wearing a purple suit and everything. He's a storm fan. Comes oh, up from Melbourne him. and yeah, he was wearing a purple suit. Looked like some kind of mm-hmm. pimp from Starsky and hut or something. <laughs> like, it was amazing. Um, he said uh, apparently Manly lost because they spent all night looking at Ask Nat and forgot how oh, to play apparently. footy. Pen blames Nat for Mad Monday ambush. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> all your fault. That
5: was our plan all along.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is why you bring a brain, a brain cheerleader down. in so you can create these Machiavellian schemes.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all we thought about. The whole, you know, that's all we did at training for four hours. We just thought, how can we make this happen? Yeah, and you know, it worked, didn't it?
1: If that was serious, I would have been bringing back the cat suits. So, let's try. Let the... Yeah, that's, we yeah. can't do
5: anything yeah. with the inks right now. Let's be honest. All right, yeah. like... let's, let's
1: not look like professional cheer squad or Let's yeah. to cat, cat If we brought again. back the cat suits, yeah. then maybe,
5: yeah.
1: yeah. But um, uh, Toto TV said, uh, can you please not say that Broncos will definitely win this weekend?
5: Oh God! They, they're going to win. There's of no death. chance in hell. Have you seen their odds? Like, there's no way they never lose to on Friday
1: night at Suncorp. They're so used to it that they're, they're going to win yeah. so much. And if Darius Boyd's back, just going
5: to walk in, beat us, walk out. Like it's going to be easy as you know. We're just going there. We're just turning up. Really, you're, like. you're
1: basically in a post training session for their game against the Storm. So if you were actually serious, exactly if Penrith it was if Penrith was a legit club that actually cared about the sport of rugby league they would try and play this week and like try and be melbourne stormish in their play to give the mm-hmm. broncos a better chance to win the week after right
5: exactly just so just so melbourne storm don't win you know exactly so for the um, good of rugby league yeah yeah absolutely so we're, we're just rocking up really i don't i um, no one expects us to win like we're just going because we have to we can't forfeit so we're going exactly
1: that'd be a bad look yeah
3: Greenberg absolutely so would probably find you and
1: blame you for all the rugby league's problems if you did that exactly <laughs> Uh, now, now we finished. Now we finished playing around. I mean, like honestly, the um, the Broncos winning the premiership or the Storm are both equally as bad for rugby league, right?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's not talk <laughs> about Storms being the only ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's unfortunately not going to be up because we're uh, yeah we're going to have a bit of a get together before the game because there seems to be a lot yeah, of people, just- a lot of listeners that are that are going going along to this game. Um, yeah. But best of luck. Cheer hard at home. You. Do you think they'll dress up? Do you, do you think they'll they'll dress up um, some showgirls in the pants? No, pan- they're not films? doing that.
5: No, no, no absolutely not. <laughs> I would have, I, I would have killed someone if, if they sent our uniforms up by the girls. No, no.
1: <laughs> you just,
5: there you, you, a you hear been you, oh, you get God, word, you God, get
1: no. wind of it that's going to happen, and you, you you quickly head down to Pantherette's HQ and grab the clothes and just and just burn all the uniforms.
5: You know, you know, how there's like streakers during games. It won't <laughs> be streakers. It'll be us. Just in normal clothes, just running feed the field, <laughs> storming the impersonators to make sure it doesn't happen. So no, ripping that out happen. their
1: extensions <laughs> and having a good old fashioned. Make cat sure you fight. let me
5: know if that happens. If they've gone like if that's gone under underneath me and actually is <laughs> girls in our outfits, you tweet me straight away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You'll be on the next flight up.
5: <laughs> straight away.
1: You might not. You, yep. you might not quite make it in <laughs> time. <laughs>
5: Oh, I will make my presence
1: known regardless. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, well, you just start tw- you just start tweeting at Greenberg. I mean, he'll block you because I mean, like he blocks everybody. But um, <laughs> yeah.
5: oh, I'll, I'll make
1: sure I'm nice so he doesn't block me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's there's been there's been incidents in the past. <laughs>
5: Greenberg, with,
1: bestie. Yeah, with Greenberg. Um, yeah, he doesn't have a sense of humour. Um, Good time. Yeah, but um, best of luck for the team. It's a shame that you can't be there for it. Thanks. Um Hopefully. Yeah. They can survive until next week and you get a free trip down to Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and something more
5: to talk about for a week. I just like being there. I don't even yeah. care that if we end up you know what I mean, I just like being in the competition just part still. of on the sideline. So, huh? Just
1: on the sideline just being part of it all.
5: Yeah, Goodbye. I'd love to go down. Melbourne would be a bit probably not the funnest actual experience. I remember last year we were all excited for Canberra and we got down there and it was actually the worst thing ever because not one person in that stadium wanted us there because there were so many Canberra fans. Yep. Um, and we just felt so, like, unwelcomed. And so, like, they did a great job, the Canberra fans. Um, we just felt it was awful. Um, and then we lost as well. So it probably wasn't the best actual experience. Yep, yep. Um, but the content of it is great. So <laughs> hopefully we can.
1: In theory, you could have a nice day in Melbourne and then the game. <laughs>
5: up I'll be really excited until the actual game <laughs> yep
1: yep all right then uh, thank you very much for for climbing uh, out, of, out of literally out of your grave from your horrendous, yes, absolutely. The, the horrendous man flu that you've got at the moment yeah because it's so much worse yep, than a regular no one and uh, yeah thanks is. thanks for joining us and hopefully we'll be uh, chatting next week and uh, you'll be still you'll still be happy
5: hopefully fingers crossed. <laughs>
1: Alright, previews for this week. The second semi-final, they call it, although it's played chronologically first. The Broncos take on the Panthers at uh, Friday evening at Suncorp Stadium. Home time slot, home field, home day for the Broncos. The Broncos uh, possibly, potentially, may have Darius Boyd in there. It's hard to know how much is Ducks and Drakes and... You know, wishful thinking and versus all that sort of thing, yeah. but he's he's training with them. But to what extent, I don't know. Um, Tavita Pangai Junior retweeted Israel house tweet. So,
2: ah, oh, okay.
1: So um, you, you excellent human. I uh, hope you stay on the reserves list. Panthers, no changes. So um, they've learned. They've learned to not bring any of the uselessness back into the. What's the st- what's the story with uh with Brown? Was he actually injured?
2: I don't ever want to see him.
1: I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of person, but I wonder about I wonder about those injuries. I really do. I just it's I just feel it's like it's, a, it's an underhanded way for the coach like it's like a coach who can't break bad news to players like so they just go, he's like, goes to the fucking physico, physio and he's like tell him he's got a fucking taunt. <laughs> yeah. Because he, cause he, cause he just can't... He can't do that. He can't look into their eyes and tell them that they're dropped and, <laughs> for the game because they're fucking liabilities. Yeah. And, and, and see the fucking, you know, the hurt come back at him. Um. Honestly, if the Bron- I just feel like the Broncos at home in their preferred time slot, with or without Boyd, they're certainly going to be in that situation where they're like just angry at, you know, they lost last yeah. week. And, I,
2: I think Ben Hunt's the danger. Well, he's, I mean, no matter what, he always, you know, he always is going yeah. to be, you know. From the forwards perspective, Brisbane's pack's been disappointing.
1: I think they need, like, probably another big body.
2: Uh, my, my worry there is, I, I haven't seen this Penrith forward pack do that two weeks in a row. Like that, a massive yeah. game against the Cowboys, yep. where they stood up and and really dominated their yep. forwards, um, but then were just run over yep. by Manly, and and I think Brisbane, while they don't have the biggest or most dominant forward pack in the game, you know, as as you said earlier, they're better at taking smaller advantages, mm-hmm. so they they probably don't need their forwards to do as much, and and the
1: entirety of their pack, yeah has represented at some level, you know, mm. uh, so, in, you know, incredible experience and and so on.
2: Yeah, so... And this well, is their shit,
1: you know, finals well, games.
2: I think the only way that Penrith win this game is to really take Brisbane into an arm wrestle. Because, like I said, that, you know, the, the Roosters got out to a lead and then weren't ready for Brisbane to come back at them. Yep. So I think if it is just 80 minutes of grind, then then Brisbane don't get to, to really pounce yep. on an unsuspecting young group of men. So...
1: <laughs> and pleasing for the Panthers if they can keep it close. Um Jared Sutton and Adam G, the 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 combination. It's a, and like, you know, it's no Perinara, but I mean, it's a it's it's a winning team for them. So, um, the winner, of course, will progress to get uh, annihilated by the Melbourne Storm next Friday night.
2: Yeah, look, for, for Penrith to, to go through undefeated as they will to the grand final, um, they'll have to beat Brisbane in Brisbane, Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. And then fucking whatever group of degenerates comes through the other side. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, at this stage of the year But just the way they handled themselves last year uh, last week I think I think this has been a, a successful entry into the finals
1: oh it has to be you know, considered a success like the, talking about like you know like you, you set your goals and everything at the start of the season and, and I would like to think in a perfect world that every team's goal is the first goal is to make finals the sharks this year they probably would have set their goal would have been to you know top four or top two and and you know then the next guy that is you know defend the you know repeat the you know penrith obviously pumped up well, make finals but i think they probably would have been thinking you know their first goal might have been you know top four yeah that would have been revised by a terrible start and everything yeah. or a terrible most of the season to be honest and then so it would have been revised like if we make finals it's a it's a you know it's a it's win. win. So I think they've probably got a pass season. Mainly, I mean, media wise, they're like, oh, they're going to get spoon. So their their opening thing would have been the mm-hmm. finals. And then I think at halfway season, you would have had to revise that and say, you know, whatever. So I think their season, you know, with, with secondary goals, is, is a failure. But um, but started season goals, they probably like you know achieved more than they expected or yeah, you know, I don't I'm know. Sure. But um, next. The first semi final, the Eels take on the Cowboys, ANZ Stadium, Saturday evening. The Eels, unchanged, which is f- fucking hilarious considering fucking, um, oh, what's the motherfucker's name? Alvaro. Yeah. Legitimately, elbow. not with the ball, a dude's tailing him after the play's stopped, a guy's walking after him, barking at him, and, and he swung an elbow directly. <sighs> what the fuck do you have to do? to get suspended for throwing a fucking elbow dude he knew he was there he did it on purpose it wasn't like a lifting arm in a tackle but if
2: it had been he probably would have got suspended for that if- but you know what again he, here is the fucking cuck NRL yep oh no we can't do this because it's fine it's just an extension of putting the whistle the whistle away in the last two minutes of a game yeah unless you're Paul Gallen.
1: It's- but seriously Todd Greenberg let me do an experiment let me fucking punch you in the face yep with just the hook. Let's get you right in the cheekbone. Then, with my right elbow, let me fucking elbow let me fucking hit you on the th- on the other cheekbone with the elbow. And you watch where the fucking blood comes from, mate.
2: This is my whole thing. The, the judiciary and penalties and all of this shit, yep. right? They're supposed to be deterrents. Yep. Right? People respond to incentives. Yep. But they're positive incentives good job, you've yep. done well, here's some money or whatever, yep. bad incentives, naughty boy, suspension, corner, fine,
1: whatever. Yep.
2: Put the lotion on the skin. Now
1: yeah, that would be something I could get behind.
3: <laughs>
2: now tell uh, me, when you're
1: driving... It's a grade five tackle. Um, so, I'm sorry now, but a serial killer's going to wear your skin for a suit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you're driving down the road and yep. the Mr. Officer, Mrs. Officer waves you down and says you were speeding, do you have any excuse? Yep. Have you ever tried one? Oh yeah, oh yeah I have. Yeah, to get out of it?
1: No. Yeah. I got a quality laugh out of it but I didn't get out yeah, of it. Fantastic. <laughs> I think it was uh, it was when the the World Cup, like about mid to, you know, when Australia yeah. got to the, like the, the quarterfinal against Italy or whatever, and I was speeding down Gympie Road, got pulled over um, just before Roadie Road, like that Chemist Warehouse or whatever, you yeah, know, he's yeah. there, and um and, and he's gone, you know, did you know you were doing, you know, whatever, and I said, no, nah, no, no, I didn't, but um, I was trying to get home just to get a couple of hours sleep before the World Cup quarterfinal, and he's just like laughed. So, yeah, he's like, good try, but <laughs> <nah>.
2: <laughs> So we've got soccer records going back to then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> There was another time when I was actually, like, when the fines weren't as much, like, probably around the year 2001 or something like that, where the fines weren't as excessive because now they, you get fucking stung pretty hard for, for up, a speeding thing. But back when, you know, if you're, like, you know, 10k over or whatever, you know, you get hit with, like, 100 bucks or 120 bucks or something like that, and, like, a point. I didn't give a fuck about that.
2: Uh, was, yeah, up to 13 was $79 on one
1: point. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nothing. And so when I was when I was working at West End and living at Marikovat, I would just fucking cane through Highgate Hill with... zero abandoned. zero fucking zero care in the world and then once one time they got me he's pulled me over and i've just went out the window he's like sir you blah blah so let me stop you there said congratulations you got me this time (laughs) well done sir you won this round you so many times (laughs) that you haven't and then i say look you know if i have to pay 79 dollars in a three three year period, I think it was. If I had to pay, if I had to pay like seventy nine dollars to get to my destination fifteen minutes faster every time I took a trip, well, that's fucking that's fine. I'm happy to pay that price. That's
2: terrible fucking economics, <laughs> yeah. Fucking terrible economics, mate. I was a busy man. But, that
1: fifteen that, that added up to that added up to hours and hours and hours. Fucking stop it. And it only had to add up. It didn't even have to add up to one hour to be worth my time like actual rate. <laughs> so that was fine. Uh,
2: but what I'm trying to get to is. It it just needs to, again, take all of the shit out of it. If you make contact with a player's head with your fist, arm, elbow, whatever, this is the penalty. No more of this unnecessary, he was turning around, he was this, he was that. If you want people to stop fucking doing it, make the incentive strong enough that they will stop themselves doing it. Yep. You've got cameras fucking everywhere. No more of this judiciary shit where they get to come in and fucking play judge Judy. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I've got a le- fucking legal representation to come in and talk about precedents and this that and the other. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. You've hit someone with your elbow. This is what comes out of it. You made contact with a player's head and a tackle. This mm-hmm. is what comes out of it. Yeah. No more intent, neglect, whatever, da that da blah da Just fucking Well, see the bang, whole intent bang, 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 thing. Bang, I mean,
1: bang, that's why they got careless. They're like, yeah, okay. I acknowledge you didn't want to KO that guy with that swinging arm and yeah. that tackle.
2: I acknowledge that. But you know what? Ta- no. that's... Fuck it off and take it out of the picture. We're not even talking about your intent. You've done it. Yeah. So what you need to do is go and make sure that you don't do it. Yeah. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and I'll say you didn't intend to do 100 through a school zone. hmm But what you're going to do next time is make sure that you're yeah. feathering your brakes a little. And
1: it's just It just seems so... It's just... Yeah. It's so NRL... To ban punching, and then to come out, and then to then to eventually add slapping to the list when they're forced to, yeah. and elbows—he didn't even have to answer anything for it. Mm. Didn't even like, and like, unbelievable, unbelievable, yeah. and uh, that's like the second elbow, you know, decent elbow that's gone away yeah. in like the last like what three weeks. So um, you know,
2: heels unchanged anyway. The Cowboys he'll, unchanged. I I think a the Cowboys are off the back of a big game, I think they're going to actually be better mentally prepared for this game than the Eels will be. And this game will come down to if the Eels fuck themselves out of it or not.
1: I just wonder if the Eels, though, I mean, you don't go into game expecting to lose, but I just wonder if they, you know, they sort of had, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a soul-crushing, unexpected result. No. To lose to Melbourne in Melbourne. Not at all. So And
2: now if they go up against this Cowboys team and invite them back into the game, because that's exactly what Cronulla did, mm-hmm. they have the ability to, to put a few points on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, on, on that note I'm um, looking forward to seeing a couple of fucking tired old white men getting absolutely annihilated by semis. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know some weird shit, man. <laughs> Why is it? Look, I'm going to go the Eels. The Eels is a safe bet. Yep. Uh, however, my my position now is chaos. Bring me chaos. Bring it all to me. I want to see fucking monumentally bad decisions. I want to see crazy Blake Ferguson trying to throw 40-20s inside and getting picked up and scored. Just give me the mayhem. I want to see calamitous fucking mistakes. I want to see incredible acts of skillful genius. Just bring me the mayhem I don't know what happens in, in the eels versus cowboys scenario I'm not sure where that comes in but uh, fucking give me give me all of it
2: um, you just want the NRL to be the fucking subprime housing market of contact sports <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and the, the winner of that one goes on to face the roosters uh, for the grand final uh, spot on that side of the draw And that is full-time of episode 272. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. Uh, don't be put off by, by Jay's talk about Twitter locking you down if you, yeah, you get too followy or whatever in the, in the yeah, early in the early going. Just don't be fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Do not fucking send us Snapchat captured videos of you with a fucking crazy filter fucking a sign. I feel, I feel embarrassed that I have to say that. I'll
2: put a caveat on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll accept those, if he's actually singing. Um, I saw the sign by his face as he's doing it. Yeah, you you know you,
1: you know what you've done, right? <laughs> Oh, I'm fucking sending it to you. I'm texting it to you next time. No, I I did, no. no, no. You've done. You did this. Blocked. You did this. <laughs> uh, reviews. Now we're talking about reviews. It's funny. Early on in the show, saying, you know, someone you know, they need a, a negative review to go through the person's history. Blah blah blah. Look, I'm, I'm I'm not about that fucking that that ASIO life anymore. I just can't be fucked. We got a review from someone. Me me. That's M and then a half a dozen E's and another M and a couple of E's. Four stars, twill in decline. Listen to this podcast for five years now. Still enjoy it, but find it is now over-bloated. Latest episode is over three hours. I'm skipping over it more now. Maybe it's me and my busy lifestyle, but I think the show needs to summarise things a bit more. Still, you guys do a great tell-it-how-it-is podcast. Well, I hate to break it to you, but the running time of this episode is
2: looking rather long. (laughs) This is being read out. Currently, at.
1: At 2 hours and 29, but I haven't dropped the stuff in for Nat yet, so it's probably about 2.49 at this stage, so we're coming up on 3 hours, but maybe, hey, if we don't cross that 3 hour threshold, maybe you're, uh... Okay, now we've got one from James Whetstone uh, from England, he sent us a screenshot over because it is, uh... They do go, you know, slip past us sometimes. Those are the ones in the English oh, iTunes fuck store. This
2: review will take us over fucking three hours.
1: Yeah, the, the seven asterisk stages of twill shock and denial. Upon hearing that, your team are shit and your heroes are cunts. You reason that these guys are cockheads and know nothing of rugby league. Next stage, pain and guilt, when you start to realise they actually might be right, anger and bargaining, you realise that all other rugby league media are fake news and this is the one true pod, and uh, depression, reflection, loneliness, Stockholm Syndrome is taken home and you endlessly tweet the show hoping the host actually like you, really like you, the upward turn, you're welcomed into the greatest community of all time, Tool Nation, and finally, acceptance and hope, in the end you come out of this experience an all-round better human, join us at this Wicked League. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Nice. Um Now, what's next? Oh, tipping. Of course, Supercoach is done and dusted. uh, Tipping. Lynn, I am winning, is still winning. She, uh... She got two out of uh, out of four this week and has 137 points. Mad Dog in second. Then
3: you tip, keeping you're keeping with your heart, not
1: with your head. 136. And now the competition is officially a two-horse race because Heavy Nova's three points back. Despite, well, he jumped up to that position. He was uh, down the bottom of the top ten, and now he's jumped up into third. But he's three points behind second. So, what, we've got two points on offer this week, two next week, one. So, so if, he, a, if he gets two points and they get no points... Yeah, but they've got to get no points, and that's the trick, isn't it? Well, you know,
2: if they tip Brisbane...
1: It's it's possible, but that still doesn't get him... That's, that's still two points behind the lead. So then he's got the next... So he has to yeah, get yeah. every game right from now on, and they have to get every game wrong. So, I mean, it's possible, well, it's, it's like, unlikely. Yeah,
2: you know, I guess it's like a, a team in the finals now. You can't say that it's impossible for any of them to win it.
1: Well, you know, you, you could. You may even be right. But um, a lot of people on 133... Uh, Heavy Nova DSAP uh, PUD99 Kylie Thakos Matthew Bralla and then back to TBI Dragons and Fabs on 132 rounding out the top 10 Um, someone Matthew Bralla he was fucking he was a contender and he got zero for the last round gone
2: is that just forgot to put the tips in or
1: uh, no because well let me think no because you get a certain number of away teams at which the Cowboys Penrith Mm. Would have qualified as two free points, I guess. Fuck,
2: that's rough um, if you're worse than auto-tipping.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure what the auto-tipping set up for the finals. Um, maybe they just don't give you any. Mm. But, um, yeah, not not good, not good. Um, so, yeah, I'm still going to say two-horse race. May the best person win, and uh, that's all we've got time for. Well, you know what? We've actually got fucking time for heaps. Apparently, we're not allowed to go for over three hours anymore.
2: What do we do? Do, do we start doing twill zero?
1: And it's just like we just uh, cut out sections and put it on. Well, you know what? They're not always going to be this long. I no, mean, there was not. a lot to talk that, We We had a lot to talk about.
2: In the Ref's Ref fault's in depth. And That's, we haven't really gone on about Ref's fault before.
1: No, I mean, there hasn't really been a need to because it hasn't become this thing. Because it a hasn't lot, directly affected uh, you. <laughs> well, it, excuse me, sir. It has affected several. Well, what was Manly's final record? There was like six losses? Well, it's happened at least six times this year. <laughs> so how fucking dare yeah. you? No, but it hasn't been a big thing with you know old baldy fucking getting up, getting all weepy about it and shit. So um
2: there you go. Me,
1: and also mate. that new, f- and also the new thing where all of a sudden it's like this fucking hipster, you know, the new black is to, you know, like it's not cool. It's not cool fault anymore. How fucking dare you fault? It? It's hipster to hate. Yeah, yeah but now they're hating fault, which is like a hating thing in the first. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they they the
2: judge. It's a perpetual cycle of hate. That's just, it's the thing about. You know, being hipster, they just they want to deconstruct the world and pull it down. You know, <laughs> anarchy, chaos, all one nation voters too. Hipsters. Yep, every single hipster. Oh, I
1: I I want to say there's a heavy, the heavy, heavy equation of fucking greens voters there, right? Surely. Yeah. yeah. That's not one nation.
2: But they're also fucking high on self-importance. Yeah. So yep. just, you know, ref's fault and let ref's fault.
1: Who would fucking buy one of those bikes that don't have gears, though? They look like a, a racer, but they only got they they only have the one gear.
2: I, I rode, um... I did a run from the Gold Coast back to Brisbane one day. Yeah. There were three of us. Yeah. And one poor cunt was on a fixie. <laughs> and the worst thing is, you, you still have to move going downhill... <laughs> <laughs> there were three fucking times so it's like cartoon fucking legs <laughs> <laughs> no, Kev but, um,
1: yeah. yeah well yeah why well, do it to yourself
2: no don't buy fixies
1: yeah don't buy fixies
2: so support so, fellow rugby league don't, people
1: don't fucking carry on about you know don't don't posture about fucking rest fault if you're not prepared to fucking suit up and head down to the sideline for, I ju- am. for a junior game,
2: yeah,
1: and tell little fucking Trevor's dad, yeah. who's fucking a lieutenant for the Comancheros, <laughs> that he can't call the referee a cunt. Yeah, you tell him that, <laughs> and then if your arms aren't broken, you can come on Twitter and That's talk it. about how fu- and talk about how cool it is not to rest fault. Hundred mm. percent. It would almost be, I mean, like, I don't want to fucking put results on the teams and stuff like that. I don't want to wish defeat on anybody. But it would be fantastic for, like, this week for, I guess, the Cowboys Mm. to be absolutely fucking robbed. A gridiron pass on a winning try or something like that.
2: Just to give everyone a taste. Look, I I am happy for fucking Penrith to anal teams all the way to a premiership. Based on the fact that the NRL need Rugby League in Western Sydney.
1: <laughs> Look, it's you and the Eels at the moment, so yeah. it's like last man standing. Who's going to take out the GWS?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard on the radio, that on the, was it on Triple M or something down in Sydney, they were trying to, they, were, they put the call out, they were offering listeners free, free tickets for, to the GWS and they were knocking them back on air. Really? Yeah, so I don't think there's much fucking problem. Yeah, out. I don't think there's a problem out
2: there. Um, yeah. Well done Rugby League. <laughs> you're yeah. all beautiful people
1: that's all we got time for this week
2: see you next week talk to you next week unless we see you Friday night
1: see you Friday night Hotel LA don't forget to RSVP for the fucking um, grand final day stuff as well and uh, I think that's all the homework people had so do that make our lives easier and we'll see you on Friday night nice one out of here <laughs>
6: Foldy Holds, grab my Terry Flaps, in my Terry Folds, grab my Terry Flaps, you gotta touch them, my Terry Folds, grab my Terry Folds, touch my Holdy Flaps, take a big flap, take my Foldy Flaps, my Terry Folds. Flaps, gotta grab my Terry Flaps, grab my Terry Flaps, squeeze my Holdy Folds, hold my Goldy Folds, grab my Foldy folds. grab my Terry Flap Holds, grab my Terry Folds, hold my Foldy Folds, hold my Terry Folds. Hey, did you ever want to hold a Terry Fold? I got one right here. Grab my Terry flap. Squeeze it. Grab it, squeeze and tug on my Terry flap. Hey, I wanna take you to the Terry Fold dance. Wanna come with me? You can grab my holy folds. Squeeze them tight. You son of a bitch. Suck my holy flappy folds. Lick my flappy foldy holds. My Terry flaps in your mouth. Suck my flaps, you piece of shit. Fuck. Stupid dumb motherfucking bitch Hey, grab my terry flaps Gonna eat those toldy folds I got a couple of terry fold flaps I got a flappy foldy flap I'm gonna go take you to food Gonna eat, then we're going to the terry fold dance You and me, we're gonna go to the terry fold place It's gonna be a night out Gonna have a real fancy time